The award-winning California Sportsman is your source for the most current and accurate information on fishing California's lakes, streams, rivers, bays, and ocean. And we'll bring you the list in hunting and outdoor opportunities, too. Designed for you, the California Sportsman. California Sportsman with Seb Hendrickson is brought to you by Fisherman's Warehouse Megastores in Sacramento, Manteca, and Fairfield. And sponsored in part by Gone Fish and Marine in Dixon, your heavy-gauge aluminum boat headquarters, Lorance Electronics, and the California Department of Boating and Waterways. And now to bring you the best in the outdoors, here's the host of California Sportsman, Seth Hendrickson. Hey, good morning, everybody, and welcome to California Sportsman. It's Saturday, February 22nd already. It's time to grab that cup of coffee, get a grip on the wheel, fluff your pillow. I don't care. Just get ready to enjoy the action, excitement, and outdoor info right here on California Sportsman. Online for today, it's another show full. We got some great information for you. We got the results of the Fish and Game Commission's vote on stripers, the Delta, water quality, all those wonderful things. We'll be talking about that with a couple of experts later on today's show. We're going to kick it off by heading to Bodega Bay. Then we're going sturgeon fishing with Gate Crasher Fishing Adventures Captain Zach Medinas. J.D. Ritchie sending us a pre-recorded thing on Rowdy Creek Derby. That's right, the Chetco and the Smith River is doing a fundraiser this weekend up there in their neck of the woods where it's cold and not wet enough with very shallow water. They're still getting steelhead. He'll give us a report on that. James Stone, he'll have all the information. He's the president of the Northern California Guides and Sportsmen's Association. He's got the, his response to the fishing game decision on Delta fisheries, stripers, bass, etc. You'll hear all about it. And he does a pretty good job identifying exactly what changes are going to be taking place. And Troy Maggie from Fisherman's Warehouse Megastores is going to be live in the studio this morning telling you all about the great opportunities that are going on out in the valley right now. Trout action is popping all over. He'll tell you all about it. And, of course, Mike Ogney's got a report on saltwater. Captain Mike Graver will be live in the studio, and there's more, lots more. But let's get started right now by heading to Bodega Bay. And let's climb on board the real magic, but I'll bet he's not on the real magic this morning. And hook up with the captain, Merlin Cole, right now. Hey, Merlin, you there? Oh, I picked the wrong one. Put him on hold. Uh-huh. Put him back on hold. Bring him up on one. Now I got Merlin Cole. Good morning, Merlin. Hey, good morning. Good morning, Sepp. <clears throat> nice to nice to talk to you this morning. Greetings from Bodega Bay. You don't know how lucky you are. I could have pushed another button and sent you right on down the drain. You'd be up in Eureka by now if I'd hit the wrong button. Merlin. That's what I was that's what I was thinking. <laughs> Merlin, you gotta be getting excited as the opener for rockfish keeps crawling around and crab season just doesn't seem to ever give up. It just keeps on rolling, doesn't it? Yeah, that's right, sir. Uh some of the commercial guys have decided that it's a little too much work and they've stacked their gear out. But grinders like us and Real Magic Sport Fishing, uh, we can get it done. We pulled out 70 beauties yesterday. Well, I was talking to Ogney on the side, your partner in the boat up there, and he was telling me how sometimes you don't go out and just gather them all up and load them. you got to have a good soak right now. So there's fewer crab out there, but they're getting around, and obviously you can still get limits for everybody on board. Yeah, the soak. We had to pull all of our pots, uh, but the soak from yesterday's catch was uh, three days. 70, 70 crabs for three days. Not bad for uh, February 21st. That's a fact. Well, the nice thing about it is as crab season starts to wane, everybody starts getting all excited about rockfish right now. And by now, they've blown through all that white meat they caught last year and had in the freezer. And uh, it's about time for everybody to start refilling, isn't it? 
Absolutely, and we're excited too. You know, we've taken care of all of our reels. We've got our new top shots put on, all of our gears serviced. Just can't wait. Keep looking at that calendar, waiting for those days to click by. We are ready. We are ready for some uh, rockfish action, some lingcod action, and those fast silver shiny things. Well, those fast shiny things will open up right after lingcod. What is the opener of the rockfish? What day specifically does it open up? April first. Yeah, it's got to be a. It's going to be a wait. You got thirty something days to go for it, but uh, it's going to be rolling. And now I just got the bulletin that they're working on the uh, limits and dates and everything for salmon season. You know how they go through all this with the PFMC and everybody else trying to get an agreement that everything works. So there's no specific date yet for the opening of salmon season, but what do you anticipate, just the general area? Well, historically, the last couple of years, it's been that uh, first Saturday in, in April, so that happens to be April 4th this year. Well, it's, it's all going to pop all at once for you. Get the folks out there for rock fishing, and bingo, it's going to be salmon time right after that. Merlin, yeah, our, calendar, our calendar's already starting to fill up, so uh, if people want to go, they need to give us a call as soon as they can and make up their mind. Yeah, absolutely. It's that time of year to get to it. Well, Merlin, there's a... Not a lot of opportunities going on all the time. And right now is probably about the weakest, but it's also for the best opportunities for getting a load of crabs and then tying it right into what's coming next is rockfish. Are guys getting a lot of incidental catches out there yet? Are you hearing anything? No, no. Um, I'm, I've heard of a couple of uh, uh, sighted you know, salmon that were spotted and sighted, and there's there's been a couple link cods that have come up inside of the crab pots. But uh, th- those were incidental. Uh, and uh, I've been seeing uh, the other day I saw a seal eating a salmon. Well, that, that's a good a king salmon. That's a good sign right there. Not what we want to see, but a good sign. You know, the best sign that I've been seeing lately, Sep, is the bait is really forming up uh, for a springtime like it, like, like it is. Uh, it's, it's almost like uh, the old days. Um, I'm seeing some areas that have... Uh, at least half of the column filled with bait from the bottom up, and that's in 300 foot of water. And there are large schools of anchovies still in the area, and uh, sure is exciting. Birds working every trip that I make. There, I see areas where there's birds working, and I know, I know what's underneath those birds. Yeah, you know based on what you're seeing, but you also know what's around based on things smell out there. The way things smell, I've I've seen it in action. Sep, how do you imagine that seal got? from Discovery Park in Sacramento all the way to Bodega Bay. I think he probably followed him up. And then, I'm not sure. Maybe <laughs> I mean, he followed a steelhead I, by mistake. I thought those I thought those seals just hung out at uh, Discovery Park in Sacramento and ate salmon there. I couldn't imagine one getting all the way to Bodega Bay. I don't know why they put all the picnic tables at Discovery Park. Uh, <laughs> sleep under. Are you kidding? <laughs> they can't sleep under. <laughs> Makes them. great shelter. I reckon it does. Well, Merlin, we need to get that name and number out there for Real Magic so they can get on board with you guys when things really start to pop. And folks, if you'd like to get some crab, you can do that still. Just give them a call, and they'll make arrangements for you, tell you what dates they're going out. But make your reservations now because I assure you, when Rockfish opens up, Rockfish Lingcod Bite takes off, these guys are going to be very busy for a while. And then, bam, it's salmon right after that, and you know what happens. Get your reservations now. Merlin, give them the hookup info. All right, your listeners can find us on the web at realmagicsportfishingcharters.com, and they can give us a call at 707-875-BOAT. And they can find us on Instagram and Facebook at Real Magic Captain. 
You got it, my friend. Merlin Kolb, folks, out of Bodega Bay with the real magic. Get on board, have some fun, but make sure you can get a spot and make those reservations now. Merlin, have a great day. Thanks for sharing with us this morning on California Sportsman. Yeah, thank you, gentlemen. Have a great show. All right, take care. You know, we're going to take a quick break right now. When we come back, we're going to hook you up with one of the best in the West when it comes to sturgeon fishing. Captain Zach Medinas will be joining us from Gate Crashers Fishing Adventures. He's got a great opportunity this morning to share with you a little bit more than the basics. We'll be right back. It's time you head to the calm and productive waters of Bodega Bay and climb aboard the newest and nicest charter boat around, the Real Magic. Owned and operated by Mike Ogney and Captain Merlin Cole, this fully updated 34-foot catamaran is 12 feet wide, extremely stable, and powered by 700 horsepower. Equipped with all the latest in electronics and state-of-the-art equipment to ensure a successful day, the Real Magic will get you on the fish fast and back to harbor in comfort and safety. Don't miss your opportunity to fish with the best. Real Magic. Call 707-875-BOAT and check them out on the web at realmagicsportfishingcharters.com. Whether chasing salmon or steelhead in rivers, kings along the coast, tossing baits for bass, or trolling for trout in a favorite lake, the hot sheet keeps you on top of the action. The USAFishing.com hot sheet contains a roundup of hot fishing opportunities in NorCal. Plan trips in confidence, get weather summaries, marine forecasts, and accurate reports full of helpful tips, tactics, and GPS coordinates from top guides and captains. It's today's information today. Get a free trial or subscribe at USAFishing.com. Outdoor Adventures, the exclusive guide service for the Calusa Indian Community and Calusa Casino Resort, offers full-service fishing and hunting trips for waterfowl, big game, upland game birds, and exciting sport fishing trips. Managed by Casey and Regina Stafford, Outdoor Adventures offers close-to-home, action-packed, guided trips in the North Valley. At Outdoor Adventures, you're always priority one. Whether you're at the 5,000-acre Premier Duck Club, stalking wild hogs, or shooting dove, turkey, or pheasant on private ranches, the professional and experienced team at Outdoor Adventures offers the best of the outdoors. Call now to book your adventure, 530-458-8730. Outdoor Adventures and Calusa Casino Resort where the fun never stops. Providing deluxe accommodations, enjoyable entertainment, exceptional dining choices, and fantastic hunting and fishing opportunities. Check them out on the web at hunt-fish-game.com. That's hunt-fish-game.com. And now, more California sportsmen with Seth Henderson. Well, in case you haven't looked outside yet, it's probably still dark, come to think of it, but uh, you're going to have blue skies today. I don't think it's going to be too windy, and that's kind of the way it's going to be for the next 15 days, according to the Weather Channel. It looks like uh, bass are going to get even more confused as they go running around. I hope it doesn't screw up a lot of the fisheries. But what we really need to concentrate on is what's it going to do to the Delta, to one of the best opportunities right now for going on for sturgeon fishing. Let's go live right now on the water. He's probably standing in the boat right now getting ready to go out today and hook up with Gate Crashers Fishing Adventures, Captain Zach Medinas right now, one of the best when it comes time for sturgeon fishing. Good morning, Captain. Good morning, guys. How are you? Uh, we're doing great. What stage are you at right now? Just loading everything in the boat and getting ready to go? Yeah, we're just getting uh, <clears throat> Excuse me. We're just getting everything ready and uh, waiting for a little bit of gray light. We'll be out the, uh, out the chute. Where are you heading today? What area of the Delta are you going to be concentrating on? 
You know, every day is, is a new day, as they say. But I really, you know, even if I had some good success the day before, I'll go look at that. But more often than not, I'll look at something else first and put it in my back pocket. I try to wipe the slate clean uh, every morning and just kind of take it for what it is and, you know, use the electronics and, you know, hit all the stops, all the transitional lanes and try to find them. Well, you probably figured out that uh, most of these fish don't spend the night in the same spot every night. <laughs> yeah, that's true. Fishing, the good news is for us, the fishing has gotten a lot better this last week. Um, you know, I heard uh, Captain Jay, you know, saying it's a little tough out there, and Steve as well. And But uh, I don't know. I think maybe these fish, without, you know, getting all this cold weather and whatnot, I think they're kind of thinking that it's uh, spring already, and a lot of them seem like they're kind of moving into the system. Well, the fact that they're moving around is good, and the fact that they got to eat is one of those things. No question about that. Zach, I wanted you to share with us today some things on a little bit closer look at what it takes to hook up out there. What do you feel are the most important things that you do to make sure your clients get fish? You know, you gotta, you gotta look for those fish and you really gotta learn how to use your sonar, you know, and like I say in seminars, you know, we make fun of, uh, you know, women for a lot of the different, you know, quirks and funny ways that they have, but we have them too. And one of them is, is really, uh, not taking the time, to, you know, to learn how to use that expensive unit once you bought it, and you know, got to use that sonar. And you know, using the sonar, we look for sturgeon. I mean, I like to see a good group of them, but um, sometimes guys just look for the strongest marks, and they think that that's the, you know, that's the only fish that they could fish on. But kind of reminds me of, you know, <laughs> back in the day, we'd watch something like Star Trek and Beam Me Up, Scotty, and you'd see these images uh, of people that would be pixeled out, but you still could see the profile. You want to look for things like that on your graph, too. If you see a nice, big, fat mark that's all pixelated out, and it's a uh, whatever your color scheme is on your graph, it's it's a lighter color or whatever, but that's still a significant mark. And you also need to understand the schematics of your unit, you know, what you're shooting. A lot of times out the Delta, you know, we're not fishing very deep, so you want to shoot your... Uh, you want to shoot that thing with the widest transducer you got. It's going to make not quite as clean an image, but I'd rather see something a little blobby than not see it at all. Well, in today's world, you know, we in the old days, we used to look for, oh, look for a perfect arch, you know, just a wonderful arch. Here's the beginning of the fish. Here's the end of the fish. Nowadays, you turn on the equipment and go, oh, there's a sturgeon. You can tell by the shape of it and the way the tail is and the size of the head. You can really get down to the specifics of what you're going over without much trouble, can't you? Oh, yeah, you know, and that's the whole thing is, like, you know, the beauty about fishing in the Delta, unlike fishing in maybe, like, the North or the South Bay, our largest fish out there is the white sturgeon. So educating yourself on what would be, you know, what what am I seeing on my graph? What are my largest marks when I'm out there? Those would be sturgeon. And once you know that, you know, focus on that. And as far as, like, setting up on them, you know, it's a little different now. You know, traditionally we're always like, oh, mark the fish, set up down current for them, wait for them to come down and crash into your gear. Uh, you got to take it, you know, that a lot of these fish aren't just, you know, rolling with the tide. Some of them have an agenda, you know, they're moving up the river, they're getting ready to go to the big party up there and, and make more sturgeon. And those fish would be moving against current sometimes just moving up the river. So, you know, kind of like I'm already kind of looking at it like a spring pattern. A lot of these fish, if they are going against tide, and they're going up river. I just see a good population and I just try to get in there and get in all that foot traffic and set up my store and hope for the best. Well, hoping for the best is probably the best thing you can possibly do is heading out there with a good positive attitude on things. Now, grass and tides and water temperature and locations all make a huge difference in your trips out there. 
What are you experiencing right now with grass, with this colder weather that's coming in, and now the warm weather? Is it breaking loose and coming down and being a problem for your lines? And what's the fluctuating temperatures doing for you? Well, you know, there is a lot of lot of weeds in the water still, you know, and uh, I don't know what that's the result of, but it's just something to contend with. It's another another card that you have to deal with when you get that. But, you know, if you come into an area and maybe the first part of the tide before it really gets going good, uh, you catch a fish or two or whatever, and you start to get grass once it, once the tide kicks up. And, you know, you just have to you realize you have to leave that. You know, some guys are like, oh, I'm just going to work harder, and I'm going to pick all that crap off my line every 15 minutes. And that's just not the move. You're going to waste five hours in a non-productive area. You need to find somewhere else that doesn't have quite as much current, whether you're shallowing up or, or hiding behind an island that's a current break or whatever. And, and you need to set up your store that way. And, you know, there's really something to be said for uh, – you know, a lot of times guys hunt and they or they fish in different uh, disciplines and they never make correlations. And I'll tell you, a guy that you could learn a lot from would be any fly fisherman, any river fisherman that really understands the anatomy of a river. Um, it's no different than Delta. We have a bigger model, but all the same principles apply. We got eddies. We got all kinds of different things. We got current breaks that fish will hide behind. You get in fresh water and you look at trout, you watch where they set up and watch where they're just holding. Um, they're not in all that fast white water you know a lot of times they'll be just off to the side of it in some slow water whether they're waiting for something to blow down and feed them or they're just getting out of it you know all the same principles apply in uh, sturgeon fishing you know one of the things i haven't really paid a lot of attention to and you spend enough time on the water to probably have a quick answer for me on this when you're watching your locator and you're seeing fish on the bottom can you determine the approximate size of them now or are you just looking at the mark and saying fish well, you know, that's something, too. People ask me, they'll say, uh, uh, what are all those smaller marks? And I'll tell them, I don't know. You know, I, I don't know if it's a small, you know, undersized sturgeon. I don't know if it's a striper. Me, personally, I'm not that good. I don't know if it's a striper. I don't know if it's a two-foot-long squawfish. Those things are huge, too. Uh, you get back in the sluice sometimes. Guys will set up and think, oh, man, I'm on a bunch of sturgeon or whatever. And I'm like, uh, where about are you? <laughs> I'm way up in money. I'm like, you sure they're not carp? You know, so it's uh, it's it's difficult to figure that out. But one thing I do know is if it's not the right size, it's you know whatever your unit tells you is some of the bigger marks in say 30 feet of water. Make a note what that same uh, thing will show you in 60 feet. How big would that mark be in 60 feet? Once you know that stuff, I, like I said, I can tell you, you know, that's what we want right there. We're not interested in anything else. Um, you know, when I sturgeon fish, unless you want me to put out some baits for stripers, I'm all in with sturgeon. If I going for bass same thing i'll use baits and i'll use tactics that don't really mix the two well one of the things i know that you do that's different from others is you paid a lot of attention to the way hooks work and how they hook and a lot of guys have tried everything from circle hooks to regular old eagle claws but you're into the kaylee hook that big wide gap hook that's got a kind of a peculiar angle when it pitches why do you use that hook yeah, well, you know, I like the owner K hook. I like the seven aught K hook. And it's funny, you know, guys will argue for and against that hook. And uh, I like the uh, I like the angle that that point comes back at the shank. It's kind of like a sloppy circle hook. Um, and when it, when you get it in there real good, it's not going to come out. It's not like a traditional J hook that they wiggle their head like salmon fishing and poop off their their gone and, and away they go. You know, it's a really good hook, especially when you tie it properly. One of the biggest differences from when we all started sturgeon fishing with the uh, wire and using that whole bit, you know, you got a loop on your line holding the hook. 
we, you know, in fishing and again, you know, mixing different disciplines and just common truths, man, when we have a loop holding a hook, I mean, it's either for a live bait or it's for a plug because we want to give it as much action as possible. Sturgeon wants the complete opposite. You know, when you smell that, you smell that hook on with that really rigid, heavy monofilament. Um, and if you have the uh, line kind of coming out of the front of the, 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 uh, the eye of the hook, it's going to pitch that gap outward. So it's going to look kind of like an L when it hangs. And when it's pulling out of the mouth, it's going to grab stuff. So uh, I like that hook. I also like that it's thinner. And also, uh, you know, people that don't like it, the, the detractors of that hook, they'll say, oh, well, it straightens out real easy or you, it breaks real easy, that thin wire. And I'm just like, yeah, I like that it straightens out when you got too much load on it. If I get it stuck on a bunch of anchors that people just get hung up on and cutting and it got a big pile of road, I can straighten it out and get all my gear back. I don't lose my expensive weights, and, and I'm happy with that. Um, but, yeah, I mean, that hook is very, very important. No question about it. Folks, these are the details that you can learn by going out with a professional like Zach Medinas with Gate Crashers Fishing. It's also the way you get more fish. Pay attention to what they say. Go out with them. Have a great time. If you want to learn more so you can go out on your own, it's a great way to learn, too. Now, Zach is really big on catch and release fishing out there for sturgeon because he values the fishery so much. And I think that's probably going to be something that more and more Californians get into as uh, things change with the Department of Fish and Wildlife and opportunities uh, slowly diminish over the years, I would have a feeling. But we'll see how that all works out. Zach, you run a great operation out there. We're proud to have you as one of our representatives on the uh, California Sportsman's Theater at the ISE. Not to mention good friends. I hope you guys have a wonderful day on the water. And before you go, make sure you give them all that info on how to hook up and get a reservation made. Absolutely. You can get a hold of us online at gatecrasherfishing.com. We have all the social media platforms, Instagram and Facebook, uh, Gatecrasher Fishing Adventures. And, yeah, one last thing, um, you know, like you said, we're big on the preservation of white sturgeon. And, you know, a lot of guys don't realize that when we fish for white sturgeon, the one thing that separates them from everything else that we have in our area, we have an abundance of things to bring home for the table, especially in the saltwater and some of our beautiful freshwater lakes. We fish for sturgeon because we want to catch monsters. And, you know, if you're taking them out when they're in the slot size, you might not ever know what it's like to catch one 80, 90, or 100 inches. And that's that's an experience all in itself. Hey, if you haven't caught one that has spooled you and you never saw him, you haven't lived. That's my biggest story about the biggest fish I ever caught. I've never seen 300 yards of line leave so fast and then pass the boat going the other direction. It's a wonderful experience. I didn't have the skill to do it, obviously. And uh, everybody should get out there and give it a shot. Find out what your biggest ever will be. Zach, what's the biggest one you've ever pulled over the side? Well, let's not say that. Biggest one you've ever released. (laughs) You know, that's another one. That's a good one, too, and it's a common question. And I always say, you know, you catch a fish that's over 100 inches, and we've caught several that big. Um, you know, at that point, especially in today's world, you probably have already got guys video uh, videotaping it, uh, photos and all that stuff. And, God, you know, we've got Sony seals out in the Delta now. And that's something that I'm, I don't know about California addressing that, but it is really bad. In fact, yesterday I caught one with a bunch of scars on him. You could tell. I'll put that up later on my social media. You could tell he survived a a sea lion attack it just mauled i see a lot of them and you know so you get a big fish like that those sea lion are a lot more powerful than you think best thing you can do is guys have already videotaped it you bring it up you know take a couple fast photos and just get rid of them tiring them out to the point where they can't defend themselves uh just to you know hold them and tape them and all that kind of stuff 
forget that noise. Just cut that big old fish lo- loose and uh, help him survive. You know, it's a marvelous feeling when you see him swim away, too. Those of you that haven't done that, you might want to try it. I think you'd be be surprised. Zach, Absolutely. thanks much for joining us. Give him that phone number one more time, my friend. Yes, sir. 925-497-7171. And, again, those big fish, cut them loose as fast as you can. Uh, let your friends argue about how big they are when they look at the picture. Yeah, it makes it easier to lie that way. <laughs> Zach, thanks for hooking up with us. We'll talk to you again real soon. Good luck today. And if you get into some action, give us a shout back before the end of the show. Let us know what's happening. Will do. Thank you, gentlemen. Thank you, Captain. Appreciate it. All right, let's take a quick break right now. When we come back, Kent and I are going to do a little uh, BSing, and then we'll hook up with J.D. Ritchie's pre-record from the Rowdy Creek Derby taking place this weekend. Big fundraiser on the Chetco and Smith Rivers. We'll be right back. Y'all stick around. You're going to get hooked. Join Gate Crasher Fishing and Captain Zach Medinas for an epic fishing adventure on California's Delta, San Francisco Bay, or out the gate. For professionalism and great service, join Gate Crasher Fishing for an impressive trip that will keep you returning season after season, no matter what species you pursue. Captain Zach believes in the tradition of harvesting sustainable fish, such as king salmon, rock cod, halibut, and striped bass, seasonally, and also fishes white sturgeon. Great for corporate team building, family recreation, or friends just having fun. Book now for the trip of your lifetime. Call Gate Crasher Fishing, 925-497-7171, and learn more at gatecrasherfishing.com. Come on out and experience our difference. Hook up! Brands is the leader in marine electronics, design, and manufacturing. And their new HDS Live Series with active imaging and GPS mapping products are cutting-edge technology and light years ahead of the competition. Marantz offers a comprehensive range of products for your every need. From entry-level fish locators to the most sophisticated marine electronics on the market today, they're easy to use and are backed by a comprehensive advantage service program. The new Live Series with active imaging and 3-in-1 sonar combines Lowrance Chirp with side-scan and down-scan imaging, allowing anglers to quickly search fish holding structures and enhances fish reveal with a higher level of clarity and target separation. Lowrance products provide sportsmen with the ultimate and high performance features at competitive pricing. Clearer views, less clutter, more targets, incredible shallow and deep water performance. Lowrance has it all. Check out the new HDS Live with touchscreen display and the entire line of marine electronics at your favorite dealer or on the web at Lowrance.com. Lowrance is the perfect locator for you. Duckworth Boats, hand-built by highly trained, skilled boat builders with pride, precision, and craftsmanship with models from 18 to 40 feet, designed for both fresh and saltwater activities. Gone Fish and Marine in Dixon is your heavy-gauge aluminum boat headquarters, featuring the entire line of Duckworth Boats. From outboard tillers to jets and inboards, the Advantage Navigator, Pacific Navigator, Pacific Pro, and Offshore Series exemplify Duckworth's attention to details. Gone Fish and Marine's trained sales staff will help get the Duckworth boat you need with the right power, performance, and accessories. No other boat compares. Be part of the legacy. Join the family of proud Duckworth owners. Learn more at Gone Fish and Marine in Dixon, gfmarine.com, or duckworthboats.com. 
One ticket, two huge shows, the Sacramento Boat Show and Off-Road Exposition, plus the Spring RV Show. Return to Cal Expo March 12th through the 15th. It's the largest event for outdoor fun. The Sacramento Boat Show and Off-Road Exposition returns to Cal Expo with acres of exhibits filled with everything fun for the water, trail, road, and the off-roaders. Don't miss the ATV and off-road UTVs, plus motorcycles, quads, and snowmobiles, too. And boaters, you'll find all the latest models, including tournament ski and wakeboard boats, runabout, cruisers, pontoon boats, personal watercraft, a huge selection of fishing boats, and loads of boating accessories. Hey, if you're looking for that secret fishing hole, you're going to find it during the weekend seminars led by the top pros and guides. But that's only half the story. See hundreds of the latest RVs, diesel pushers, fifth wheels, toy haulers, and more at the Spring RV Show. Four huge days, one location, the Sacramento Boat Show, and off-road exposition plus the Spring RV Show at Cal Expo. Don't miss Northern California's premier event for fun. It starts March 12th at Cal Expo. For discounts and more information, visit 2 Guns, fishing, and other stuff knows the importance of family activities and the outdoors. Regina Stafford of Outdoor Adventures, a lady that knows her way around hunting, fishing, and hard work will motivate you to live well in the outdoors. She'll tell you when, where, and how your entire family can take advantage of many outdoor opportunities close to home. From fishing to hunting, bird watching to animal rescue, women too can take part in our hunting traditions, become skilled sportsmen themselves, and help lead the way for their children. And now Here's Regina Stafford with Live Long in the Outdoors. You know, Sep, there's some shows in our past that we kept in our past. Yes, and some uh, of the big ones. And they've brought one back that Regina Stafford is at this week in Chico. Chico Silver Dollar at the Silver Dollar Fairgrounds. That's the one with the real low ceiling and the kind of horseshoe shaped building. That's the one. I think we both spent considerable time. I couldn't stand my seven foot booth up underneath that ceiling. (laughs) Just kind of leaned it it against the wall. Leaned it against the wall. That's the way it works. Well, her and Quinn have all the T-shirts there. I know today. Good morning, Regina. Hey guys. Are you out there? Yep, we're up up in Chico this weekend, so come see us if you guys are in the area. Yeah. We're not in a short building. I don't know what you guys are talking about. Well, by now they've probably torn torn down the building. We were in 30 years ago. (laughs) Yeah, and some of the exhibit halls that are are there when you walk through the main gate there, they just have a U-shaped hallway, and that's where they used to put us was in the hallway. That's where they used to keep horses and cows and goats in there. (laughs) All that deal. (laughs) Yeah, this is not the first time they've ever had a sports show in Chico, I just want you to know. Yes. No, yeah. No, yeah. I know that. Yeah. It, totally different promoters though, not the same. Not right. the same, I'm telling you. We did the old the old reading yeah. show that you guys yeah. yeah. New promoters, lots of new prizes and lots of cool stuff going on. Awesome. The guys the husband and wife that does this is young and hip and into the outdoors and you can tell by the way they promote these shows. So come out and see us. I'm already losing my voice from the show talk, but um, nice. We're getting <laughs> um, the Chico crud. Yeah, exactly. Now yeah, they have the Chico crud. That's a new one. That's a new one. Ew. I hope not. But yes. What else you got um, for us? No, I just want to remind you guys too that it's um, Duck Day is going on at Yolo Wildlife Area today. So if you're in that area, you could stop by the Yolo Wildlife Area and bring the kids to see all the little activities that they have going on. 
um, to celebrate Duck Day. So well, and and still those a good are my two reminders. A still good a good time of year to see some uh, see some waterfowl, which is cool. I mean, this is a yeah, uh, a yeah, really... lots still in the area for sure. Yeah, yeah bring binoculars. Bring uh, you know, if you, you everyone takes pictures with their phone anymore, but. You know, it's a, this is a great opportunity to break out that camera with the big old lens that you don't use anymore. Um, and, and, you know, just see what you can find. And Some of the new, uh, iPhones and stuff are coming with zooms and everything. It's yeah. Pretty amazing now, too. Yeah. It's pretty fun. I, I mean, it, I love to hunt waterfowl, like you know, but I mean, I, I still enjoy a couple times a year to, to hunt them with a camera, too. It's actually, it's actually a pretty cool. Deal. <laughs> yes, it is. Yeah. So that event is a cool little event if you're down in that area. But yeah, come see us. Kids are free up in Chico, and it's only $5 admission to get in, no parking charges or any of that. So um, there's lots to see, lots of guides, outfitters, taxidermy, lots of deals on RVs and, and uh, kayaks and paddle boards, all, this, all the gear you'll need for the upcoming spring and summer. So come see us. And pick up some, and pick up some T-shirts. And I'm just yeah. envious. They're at a sports show, and we're cooped up here in the st- – no, I'm not. No, no, you're not. Well, we'll uh, we'll be doing plenty of shows uh, here left throughout the year. So, you know, uh, there's plenty of opportunities for sports shows coming. But folks, if you really want to have a cool show and you're up in that neck of the woods, these small time shows yep, like this, they're fun, are a lot of fun, a lot of cool people, and they're all there sharing the in the excitement of the outdoors, just like you are. Exactly. So get on up there, whether it be Chico or Redding or any of these smaller shows, because they are fun to do, and that's really what started Seps and a lot of a lot of mm-hmm. companies running around taking care of business at all these little ones and you keep getting bigger and bigger and bigger and then you sell out yeah Yeah, there you go all right regina thank you so much for joining us today we appreciate it i hope you have a great time and a successful show up there thanks guys have a good weekend see you regina how many years ago was that live long in the outdoors with regina stafford sponsored by guns fishing and other stuff your one-stop outdoor shop that has it all from fishing to hunting and everything in between you'll find everything you need and more on the shelves of their two big stores take the family and pick up the stuff you'll need for your next family adventure two locations in vacaville at 197 butcher road just off highway 80 and in dublin at 6705 amador plaza road don't miss the deals at the guns fishing and other stuff online outlet check them out on the web at gunsfishing.com and now more california sportsmen with zick henderson okay we're back all i have to do is turn on my microphone you know captain jd ritchie and captain james stone the president of the northern california guides and sportsmen association and jd is one of the vice presidents are up at the Rowdy Creek Derby this weekend. It's a big fundraiser for the steelhead hatcheries up there. It takes place in two days, and half the time you fish a steelhead, and the next day you fish the Checo. Big steelhead opportunities, low water flows. Let's hear what J.D.'s got to say. Good morning, Seth. J.D. here. It is day two of the Rowdy Creek Derby on the Smith and Chetco Rivers, which is a benefit for the fish hatchery here. And uh, day one on Friday, the NorCal Guides and Sportsmen's Association team did really well. Uh, We're in the hunt. (laughs) We caught five nice steelhead, beautiful chrome fish yesterday on the Chetco. And I'll be fishing the Smith today. Uh, Water's really low and clear up here. Uh, The weather's spectacular. I mean, um, other than the fact that it hasn't rained for a long time. But uh, for fishing, it's been warm and nice and sunny uh, not the greatest steelhead conditions with that uh, super clear water and, and low flows, but uh, uh, still some real nice fish around. And 
Uh, we're looking forward to pushing off here in a bit this morning. Uh, local steelhead back on the American has been kind of touch and go. A little bit of a little spike in action last week, but um, overall just kind of still maintaining that fair to midland uh, range. And then uh, we're also getting ready for striper fishing, which should be coming up any time now with this warm weather. The stripers may be coming up the river earlier, more like in March than in April. So we'll uh, we'll see how that plays out, and uh, hopefully we get a bunch more precipitation in March, though, so that would be great. And uh, then, of course, we'll start fishing Tahoe in March and April as well, and that's going to be my summer gig all all year. Mackinac, rainbows, browns. There's some Lahontan cutthroats in there now, and kokanee salmon, of course. So uh, looking forward to a nice summer up there. And in the meantime, we're going to go try to win this derby, so... Everybody have a nice weekend. Uh, you can get a hold of me at fishwithjd.com, 916-952-1554. I actually have a couple of days this week worth of steelhead fishing uh, that just came open Tuesday and Wednesday, I believe. So if you uh, have the urge to come up here and catch some steelhead, uh, give me a ring. Thanks. Well, you know, JD's up there having a great old time today. They're working, I think he said the Checo or Smith today, whichever one it is. They've fished them both, obviously, by the time this is complete. It's all catch and release. They measure the lengths. The guy that has the total longest length is the lucky winner. And, again, all of this is for the Rowdy Creek Hatchery. It's a big fundraiser up there. And Northern California Guides and Sportsmen's Association is up there supporting it. And it was kind of bad timing for it because the big meeting at the California Fish and Game Commission took place yesterday where they discuss the future of the striped bass and the policy of the way they're going to be dealing with stripers and other fish. It uh, wasn't bad timing, Sep, because it wouldn't have mattered who you took to that meeting. You could have carpooled we, with the Pope, and you wouldn't have. The Pope you, could have been there speaking on your behalf. And, and it, you wouldn't have got anywhere. Politicians have taken over California, period. Mm-hmm. They are just ramrodding whatever they want. I'd just like to remind everybody before we get into the details of what's going on, the governor appoints the Fish and Game Commission. How do I know that? My wife was a fishing game commissioner appointed by Schwarzenegger. They are told these issues need to be addressed. I don't know exactly who decides where they pop up on the calendars, but it's how things happen. It isn't the fishing game department, mm-hmm. fish and wildlife department that's making these decisions. It's the governor's office and the fishing game commission making a directive. This is the way we're going to run things. And the department is there to enforce it and make sure that it continues. Yeah, and I, you know, Seth, I have to say something about you know the the whole thing. I mean, from the first meeting last summer that started in started in Reading, uh, never have we had the type of support and numbers never. of support and combining the groups together like they did to fight this. And uh, hats off to you know the NorCal Guides and Sportsmen's Association and a lot of the other organizations that jumped in. Um, to help with this deal, I, I don't know that we ever had a chance to win. Um, but well, basically, they're saying now is they're updating the policy. Yeah, that means they're changing the words in the policy. And James Stone has got a pre-recorded. He sent me late last night, and he really hits it on the head. So pay attention. If you don't know what's been going on out there, you're about to find out, and you're about to find out some of the things that they agree with and things they don't agree with. Roll it. Hey everybody, it's James Stone with NorCal Guides and Sportsmen's Association coming to you with an update from what happened on Friday, February 21st at the Fishing Game Commission in Sacramento. 
Agenda item number 23 was the revision of the striped bass policy and the adoption of the Delta Fisheries Management Policy, which many of you have been following and know that our organization, ncgasa.org, has been fighting and leading the coalition to protect striped bass and black bass in the Delta. We were successful at getting the Delta Fisheries Management Policy revised to a point that looked fair for all parties that were interested in having the commission adopt a Delta Fisheries Management Policy and most of the verbiage looks favorable towards all fisheries, including black bass and striped bass. However, the big deal on Friday was talking about the striped bass policy, which was originally voted in in 1996 and had four subparts that were talking about the different ways that the policy would protect the recreational fishery as well as the ways that it would enhance and promote the striped bass fishery. The commission decided unanimously on Friday to repeal three of the four different items out of the 96 policy, subsection numeral two, three, and four, which was to remove all numeric targets in the policy, which was our last standing fighting chance as recreational fishermen and guides and anglers across the Delta and Upper Rivers to protect the fishery for conservation of the striped bass, which have not been enhanced by the department, which is what the policy called for since 1996. 24 years of failed policy by the commission directing the department to protect this fishery. And now we have come to the point to where they have blatantly, unanimously voted to get this policy to a point to where it has zero protections for the striped bass. Numbers two, three, and four repealed the numeric target of 1.1 million of abundance of striped bass. Number three and four repealed the restoration goal from the 89 plan of a 3 million goal, which was from the 50s and 60s, which we had as an average for striped bass. And number four was to remove the fact that there will no longer or ever will be, again, net pens or hatcheries or anything to enhance the population of striped bass. The only part of the striped bass policy that they kept in was number one. And the most disappointing part of number one is instead of the verbiage to say to restore and enhance the striped bass population and recreational fishery, they changed those words to monitor and manage, which is an even huge disappointment and even a larger cut to the recreational fishery. It makes absolutely no sense from our organization being part of the R3 program, which is designed to re retain, recruit these new fishermen and get new people into angling, which striped bass is one of the most popular fisheries in the northern state of California, to have a policy that now basically guts the entire recreational fishery. Now, the department and the commission said that they are still going to try to protect the fishery, and we will see in future dialogue when we work on towards regulation changes and we see what's going to happen next. NorCal Guides and Sportsmen's Association is not through with this. It was a loss today for all fishermen, but we will continue to fight, and we ask you to join us at ncgasa.org so that we can continue to fight for your recreational fisheries. Thanks for everyone's support, and thank you for everyone coming out and supporting 
our recreational fisheries. And thank you to Sepp and Kent Brown. Well, Sepp and Kent Brown weren't doing all the leg running. We were just trying to keep everybody involved out there and informed as to what's going on. Uh, Kent, what are your thoughts? Um, I think that uh, there's a lot of things out there that we were never going to have again. Um, you know, that were, that were, it's called evolution, removed out of, out of, you know, out of that policy. We we're never, we were never going to have those kinds of numbers. We we're, you know, I don't think we were pretty sure we were never going to have, you know, rearing pins and hatcheries again. No, that was all blocked out years ago. Years and years and years ago. And, and we, but the, the, he's very right by saying monitor and manage. What does that mean? We're going to keep an eye on the population as it dwindles to zero. Well, I mean, I think the bottom line is, is, is if the sportsmen's, if the sportsmen care, the anglers care, you need to learn what catch and release is like. Well, I think that's the you know? plan right now. I think we're going to see a lot of guides, a lot of sportsmen, a lot of people that believe in the outdoors and what a great fishery it is. There's going to be a lot of people professing catch and release just yeah. to shove this right up certain people's. And, and this, 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 at this point in time, step has not changed regulations. That's right. Um, there are no regulation change proposed. And I'm going to throw in what you already said at this time. At this time, because, because we know how me, it works. monitor and manage doesn't mean let's just let it sit there and see what happens. No, it's let you guys forget about it for, uh, for a little while and then we're going to shove it where you can't see it. Well, we did receive phone calls from the California Department of Fish and Wildlife and they have assured us there are no changes in regulations mm-hmm. right now. I've, I've got phone calls. Hey, is it true they can catch and keep everything now? Doesn't matter no. what size. They're just raping the fisheries. No, no, it's not. Nothing has changed in the regulations. What has changed is the perspective of the governor and the Fish and Game Commission that this is more important. What's more important? That feeding people 10, 20, 30, 40 years down the line, agriculture is more important than our delta and our fisheries. And obviously, the winter-run salmon that we've tried to protect for 20-something years and bring back everything suddenly isn't important any longer because I'd like to see them bring back the winter-run salmon with less water than we've got right now, ain't going to happen very successfully, in my opinion. Well, and if you're a fisherman, just remember that uh, those pistachios from the company that starts with a W when I you're at Rayleigh's. Eating, I quit eating pistachios. When you're in the almonds from that company that starts with a W when you're in Rayleigh's. Um, Safeway. Wherever you're shopping. Just remember where they come from and who they benefit. i got to tell you, though, folks. I, I see some of this clearly in my mind, evolution, because I've been around so damn long. Mm-hmm. I've seen what's changed since I was a kid compared to now. And I I was critical of the department and let them know about it, that this is something that should have taken a long time to adjust so that people have a chance to adjust to it, understand it. And why can't they just come out and say the truth that water right now and growing farmlands and being able to feed Americans and feed the world, for that matter, is more important than the fisheries. Just be honest with us instead of pulling the wool over our eyes with all this other crap. Now, um, Stafford Laird, Deputy uh, Director. Director of Fish and Wildlife, has agreed to join us on the show here in a couple of weeks, and he will be explaining everything to you. And I can tell you one thing for sure. Stafford tells us some pretty straight stuff. It it should be very informative, and we'll keep you posted. It's not going to be next weekend, but it could be the following weekend. He probably like to decompress a little bit well and he's we, a busy we both guy talked right to him now. yesterday so yeah. i mean we, we we were both on the phone no changes it. in the regulations for those of you that think everything went to hell what we need to do now is keep an eye on what the fishing game commission defines as monitor and manage 
and still raise hell when you need to. And at this time, you know, because they threw the largemouth bass into that whole thing, you know, when it all started, Seth, at this point in time, there's no talk of what they're doing there. You got it. Well, I hope it all works out for everybody. I, you know, the striper was a 10 pound average not too many years ago. It's now about a two and a half to four pound average fish for the mature fish that we're catching out there regularly in the Delta. Everybody has kind of looked at it, including Miss Feinstein, who's probably, this is her master plan. And, uh, Feinstein and Pelosi and their little, uh, adopted cousin, nephew, whatever, <laughs> Mr. Newsom, our illustrious governor. Probably got some plan in the background to make more money for somebody along the way. But, again, I have to say, that's just my opinion. <laughs> but one of my opinions is the striper, if you will stand up for it, will be there forever. If you sit on your butt and don't do anything about it, watch it go bye-bye like so many other things have. Yeah, it's not the time to wipe your hands and go, okay, yeah, we yeah, lost. It, Never mind It's anymore. not a loss. It, they didn't. They didn't have the huevos to say what they want to do. So let's see if we can delay things even longer and enjoy our fisheries as long as we possibly can. And Again, continue to support NorCal Guides and Sportsmen's Association, the California or the the Golden State Salmon Association. Everybody uh, involved, Seth, they, they need our support. You got that right. And we'll keep you posted. We'll keep you informed on what's going on. And I look forward to uh, meeting with Stafford Lair in a couple of weeks live here in the studio. He's going to spend some time. We'll see exactly what we can. Uh, dredge up from that conversation and i'm certain that uh, he'll have some positive light on it all right we need to move a little bit forward and uh, one of the things i always talk about is what's hot and what's not coming from our friends at fisherman's warehouse megastores roll it and now it's time for shimano's what's hot and what's not brought to you by fisherman's warehouse megastores in sacramento manteca and fairfield the new shimano stratic fl spinning reels come in sizes from 1000 for trout and panfish to the 5000 for big saltwater action and every size in between increase your hookup rate with shimano's cross carbon drag system designed to endure and conquer the hardest fighting fish and with shimano's micro module gear too you'll experience a smooth and power transfer like never before. All Shimano products, rods, reels, tackle, and accessories are available at Fisherman's Warehouse Mega Stores in Sacramento, Manteca, and Fairfield. Stop in and improve your fishing with Shimano. And joining us live in the studio this morning is the regional manager for Fisherman's Warehouse Mega Stores, Troy Maggie, joins us. Good morning, Troy. Good morning, Seth. How are you? I'm doing well. I hear you've been spending a little time working out in Manteca. How's, how's that cash register hand going? Pretty good? Yeah, you know, actually just making sure, you know, it's that time of year. It's pretty exciting, everything, getting everything stocked up. Spring's right around the corner. But uh and find out, you know, fishing's actually already pretty good out there. Behind the counter is different than being a regional manager. You get talking with these guys. They tell you everything, don't they? You know, there's going to be a day when I might actually want to go fishing. You think? And uh so I might as well at least find out from the guys who are well, doing there, it. Well, there might be something so exciting you'll have the opportunity to break away from work and go I, out and do it. You know, actually, I'm, you know, I'm a saltwater guy, so I, I'm, I'm sorry seeing that. all this new stuff that's coming out. So, uh, but yeah, just, uh, you know, this year, obviously the last few years, you know, the kokanee fishing last year was amazing, but this year moving forward, you know, everybody knows it. Downrigger sales are way up. Oh, they I mean, ought to I mean, be. Everybody, you know, it's like everything for two years yeah, was well, kind of stagnant. But our economy's doing well right now, too, so guys are more willing to lay out a couple of grand for downriggers if they want to get some fancies. Every day somebody's in there talking about their new boat they bought. Yeah. New yeah. electronics. Oh, yeah. Mine comes, I love mine comes April 10th. Yeah. <laughs> you know, so, uh, you know, and now there's so many more options, too. You know, lower ants and, you know, every, I mean, everybody's coming out with the trolling motor and electronics. I mean, Alan's, 
Anybody wants to know anything about electronics, Alan's a guy. He's Alan been Fong at our sack busy, store. busy selling units. I mean, it's been a great year already. Well, there's a lot of guys that are talking about what's going on out at New Maloney's. Even out at Pardee already. They got the kokanee identified from 15 to 40 feet already out there. Bullard's Bar, they're just knocking the snot out of them. I saw guys that had like 30 coconuts. Yeah, Orville's, Orville's going the well King, with the Kings and the Spotted Bass it, it, making it, a big recovery. The Kings kind of dropped off a little bit, they say, but mm-hmm. what I saw on these last little limits were like two and a half to three and a half, maybe four pound Kings. That's good fishing. That's fun fishing. It's also good eating. Too. You know, well, and this year too, as, as that was the one fishery that was a little bit tricky because the guys who had it dialed in were doing phenomenal. The guys who didn't, they're like, I'm seeing them 70, 90, 100 feet, but we're not catching any fish. White. Pull but, white. Yeah, but the guys that know what they're doing, they're out there and they're getting nice fish. I actually had a friend of mine that's really weird because, you know, Folsom Lake's our backyard and nobody's talking about it, which tells me it's probably fishing's pretty good. I got a friend of mine, bass fisherman, pulls up on his last spot, four-pound king, fishing, you know, fishing, drop shotting. Like, you know, we've heard of that happening in the past. God, I hope you put it on the trigger. As a matter of fact, he put it back. I go, what a waste. <laughs> but, I mean, you know, it, it's it's just one of those things where this year, you know, everything, you know, and Manteca, you know, we hear about Pedro, McClure, all those lakes down there. Berryessa, trout fishing all year has been really good. Now we're going to transition into kokanee fishing, bass fishing, crappie fishing in Berryessa. is crazy. It's just it's good. Go and look for them. It's oh. good if you find them. <laughs> yes. And we'll be going to crappie fishing today at Clear Lake. They're having the big Clear Lake Derby up there today, crappie derby. And we'll hook up with Jim and Mon Seichow live on the water just before they take off a little before 8 o'clock this morning. Well, Troy, I know all three stores are stocked up and ready to go for a season. You guys have done a great job filling all the peg hooks. And it's that time, folks. Get into your favorite Fisherman's Warehouse mega store. Make sure you've got everything you need and target the audience out there because those fish are just waiting for you. All the... All the valley is turning on out there. You don't need to go up to the high Sierras where there's still snow and a lot of cold temperatures. Try any of the lakes. You can even hit San Pablo, Del Val, all these little lakes that are around. Comanches cranking out fish. I'm, I'll be at Bardee on Monday and Tuesday and part of Wednesday. And there's so many other lakes that are producing too. Stop in, pick some brains out of Fisherman's Warehouse. I know they got a lot of guys behind the counter that hear a lot, just like Troy did the last week or so. Absolutely. Big sale coming up, too. You're going to have a lot of trout stuff getting ready for trout season, I'm sure. Yep. Well, our first sales are, you know, our annual Akuma days mid-March. And, uh, you know, it'll be a pretty good one. We'll tie that into, you know, the, all the trout fishing, you know, the rock cod opener. But, uh, you know, also make sure uh, everybody... Checks out our Facebook pages. Uh, seminars coming up at Fairfield. You know, brand new store. We got Mike Gravert. You know, is set up. I know this week we got Joe Gamez doing a sturgeon seminar. So Amy Russell works there. Everybody knows her. She's been done done a really good job of scheduling up these Thursdays coming up. So well, it's, it's great to see more seminars in other areas for so folks can attend them all. Yes. And I'd like to thank you for coming in and sharing some time with our yeah. listeners today on California Sportsman. Troy Maggie, the regional manager with Fisherman's Warehouse Mega Stores. Thank you. Thank you. You better start running. If you're looking for the new fish model, you'll see it first at Fisherman's Warehouse Mega Stores in Sacramento, Manteca, and Fairfield. From Shimano's freshwater spinning and casting rods to deep sea saltwater angling, Fisherman's Warehouse Mega Stores and Shimano have it all.
Northern California's newest tackle shop, Bodega Tackle, is located in Penaluma, right on the way to Bodega Bay. Bodega Tackle, a one-stop shop, features high-quality live and frozen tray baits, plus a full selection of tackle for bay and ocean fishing, as well as tackle for freshwater species. Owner Ken Brown and his experienced staff are on hand and ready to help anglers get rigged up. Need fresh line? Bring in reels for a new line at the Berkeley Line Winding Station. Check them out on Facebook, Instagram, and at bodegatackle.com. Bodega Tackle, open seven days a week. Stop by and you'll catch more fish. Since 1970, Manteca Trailer and Motor Home has specialized in great pricing and value with personal attention and service excellence. You'll be amazed by the huge selection of new and used RVs from campers, trailers, luxury coaches, and motorhomes from multiple manufacturers. With over $18 million in inventory and over 500 RVs on sale, there's a lot to choose from. Manteca Trailer and Motor Home, located across the street from Fisherman's Warehouse on Highway 120. Manteca Trailer, home annually to the huge Costa's Wild Game Feed, where sportsmen from all over the West come together at the biggest wild game feed around. Check us out on the internet at MantecaTrailer.com, or better yet, stop by and take a look. And with lowest price guaranteed on new units, there's no need to look any further. And we're not the biggest, we're the nicest. The Bob Davis people at Manteca Trailer and Motorhome. Manteca! If you spend more time telling the one that got away stories instead of showing off giant fish pictures, get to Fisherman's Warehouse and grab some Gamakatsu hooks. Gamakatsu has hundreds of hooks for every technique, and Fisherman's Warehouse has the full selection. Change to the world's sharpest hooks from Gamakatsu, improve your fish catching, and end the lost fish stories. Fisherman's Warehouse in Sacramento, Manteca, and Fairfield all carry a full selection of Gamakatsu hooks for every fishing application. Stop in today or shop online at Fisherman'sWarehouse.com. France is the leader in marine electronics, design, and manufacturing. And their new HDS Live Series with active imaging and GPS mapping products are cutting-edge technology and light years ahead of the competition. Lowrance offers a comprehensive range of products for your every need. From entry-level fish locators to the most sophisticated marine electronics on the market today, they're easy to use and are backed by a comprehensive advantage service program. The new Live Series with active imaging and 3-in-1 sonar combines Lowrance Chirp with side-scan and down-scan imaging, allowing anglers to quickly search fish holding structures and enhances fish reveal with a higher level of clarity and target separation. Lowrance products provide sportsmen with the ultimate and high-performance features at competitive pricing. Clearer views, less clutter, more targets, incredible shallow and deep water performance. Lowrance has it all. Check out the new HDS Live with touchscreen display and the entire line of marine electronics at your favorite dealer or on the web at Lowrance.com. Lowrance it's the perfect locator for you. Now, here's USAFishing.com's Mike Ogney with our Saltwater Bay and Coastal Report. Hey, good morning, Seth. Beautiful day here off of the uh, Sonoma Coast. This is Thursday, actually, um, the uh, 20th. We got uh, dead calm conditions off of uh, Sonoma, Mendocino, and all the way on down the coastline. Currently at the Bodega Bay, but we were seeing four knots of wind over a four-foot swell. It really does not get better than that in February. In fact, you don't want it too much better. Anyways, uh, the main uh, thing to do out here on the coast has been to uh, chase Dungeness crabs. We've been pulling limits on the real magic all this week. We've been out on average every other day. And uh, as long as the weather conditions per- permit, and we can get about a two-day soak on the gear we can usually pull off uh, 
five or six limits of crabs, but we definitely need that little bit of extra soak time to get the uh, the uh, crab counts up, especially when we're looking for 50 or, or, or 60 crabs for the uh, clients to uh, take home. Um, as far as the rivers go, it's been tough. This lack of rain through the entire month of February so far has really put a damper on, on the fishing, but the good news did come out of the Russian River on uh, on Monday. My good uh, buddy, who's also the events coordinator for the uh, Golden State Salmon Association, she was on the Russian River with a couple of uh, other uh, metal headers, and uh, they did great. They hooked uh, they hooked uh, six fish, predominantly uh, drift and row under a, a bobber. They were down on the uh, Guerneville to uh, Monterio section, so they were on the lower river, and they hit one little area there for about a half a mile where they were just running into pockets of, uh, you know, just small schools of, uh, of, of jumpers and, and rollers. And they got all their action on three different holes, and they were drifting uh, row under, uh, under bobbers, which in these type of conditions is a real great me method to uh, choose. For the rest of the North Coast, uh, steelhead fishing has been tough. Um, when the water gets clear and low, those fish hunker down. They're in the deeper holes. They're very spooky. They're, they're hard to get uh, uh, close to, and uh, you get two or three guys throwing any uh, spoons or row on top of them, and they, uh, they don't hang around long. So um, we could really, really use some rain here in California. I'm presently up in uh, central Oregon in the, uh, in the uh, abandoned uh, uh, area. We're going to be either on the elk or the sixes. Our guide has not told us here yet as of uh, Thursday, but uh, I'm getting out of Dodge this weekend. Going to go do what I love. Sorry I'm not there live for you guys, but I know that you got plenty of great information coming in. want to say thanks for all that you do, and we'll be catching you next week with a live report. Thank you. It's not over yet. Stick around for more fishing, hunting, and outdoor action in the second hour of the award-winning California Sportsman with Zepp Hendrickson. Coming up next. I'm Bill Carr, editor of Western Outdoor News, and I'm asking for a moment of your time. Western Outdoor News has been around for 57 years and covers most every lake, river, and ocean port that you want to fish and all the hunting opportunities as they're going on every week with up-to-date, accurate hunting and fishing information from the field. But more than that, we keep sportsmen and women advised of what's going on politically about things that impact your life, sports, and your children's outdoor future. Be aware of what's happening in the outdoors. Stay on top of issues and get involved. Experience the rich hunting and fishing heritage we all enjoy. I'm asking you to join the fight and subscribe at a very special rate of $34.95 for 52 issues, less than $1 a copy. Call 1-800-290-2929 between 5 a.m. and 5 p.m. weekdays and mention the code words California Special or go online to onenews.com, W-O-N-E-W-S.com and click the subscribe link. That's onenews.com or call 1-800-290-2929 weekdays and tell them you want the California. California special. We're all in this together, and your support and help is appreciated.
Since 1952, Scotty has been recognized for product excellence, and their entire line of downriggers and accessories is unmatched in performance and dependability. With full-size and compact models available for both freshwater and saltwater, Scotty has downrigger for every on-the-water need. Scotty Downriggers, isn't it time you joined the Scotty team? offers sportsmen affordable upland game bird hunts starting at only $80 for pheasant, quail, and chucker on 2,000 acres of natural cover in the rolling hills near Zamora. And their new and challenging sporting clays course is one of the finest in the state. Hone your shooting skills, enjoy the day hunting the field, or start your dog on a training program. Located only 30 minutes from Sacramento and one hour from the Bay Area, Quail Point Hunt Club and Olive Hill Kennels offer California sportsmen the best in upland shooting sports. Check them out on the web at quailpoint.com. Now, here's owner David Martin. Good morning, sportsmen. Quail Point is the place to line up your group events, whether it's a group of friends for a day hunt, customer appreciation day, or team building for your employees. We can line up pheasant, quail, or chucker hunts, or set up a day of shooting sporting clays. Lots of groups will even do a small hunt in the morning and finish up on a sporting clay course. We can also line up lunch options ranging from hamburgers, Asian pork sandwiches, chicken wings, tri-tip, barbecue chicken, or baby back ribs with all the fixings. There are lots of options to satisfy just about any budget. Give us a call so we can quote you some prices and a look at available dates. Specializing in ultralight live bait drifting. For striped bass in the waterways of the Northeast Delta, Captain Mike Gravert of Intimidator Sport Fishing takes you on a slow drift through the Mokalami River system to relax and enjoy the scenic beauty until fish on and blood pumping adrenaline kicks in. Fishing the way it was meant to be. Captain Mike has the techniques and the where, when, and know-how to catch the Delta's premier game fit. For a great day of fishing in the Delta, you have to call Captain Mike in Intimidator Sport Fishing, 916-806-3030 or IntimidatorSportFishing.com. And now it's time for the second hour and more of the award-winning California Sportsman with Sepp Hendrickson. Hey, do you think anybody knows, knew that we rolled over a little too far in our time for that first hour? Uh, probably not. There's a lot coming up in our second hour here. We're first, we're going to kick it off with Captain Mike Graver, who's live in the studio. Dave Hurley's got a hot sheet update, and he's got an opinion, I'll bet, on the Delta action that the Fishing Game Commission took. Randy Pringle will be joining us live from his BBT tournament at Berryessa, big kickoff today he'll be sharing the pure fish and pro staff tip of the week then we're going to take you live to clear lake we're going to climb on board with jim and mon Seichow from fishing addict on the youtube they're out there fishing the crappie derby that's taking place at clear lake today and they found them last week they should have good results we'll find out blast off is at eight o'clock and gary Irk is here from the california Island fisheries foundation tell you about some upcoming events at a big derby that you'll probably want to participate in so let's go right now to the guy across the room from me right now, Captain Mike Graver with Intimidator Sport Fishing. Good morning, Captain. Well, good morning, Seth. You've been out uh, checking out the Delta, and you're not out today, so you must have found some negative striper results this week. Uh, you know, not really. Uh, we, we did, I call them test holes. We did a few test holes out of Quartz and uh, spent a little time in Georgiana, a little bit in French That means he track. went around and checked out his favorite location. <laughs> I was going to say, he went over to the Rusty Porthole. He no, went no, down no, to the no, Sugar no, Barge. No, Taco Tuesday. Yeah, he ran no, down. just 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 kind of <laughs> looking around in some different areas and, and see what's going on out there. Uh, me and Kent were talking this morning about spring. Uh, we're we're kind of like in the middle. I mean, I know everybody's been dying to get Anxious. out. Yeah, the weather's great. Um, you know, so get out and go fishing. 
But as far as it actually being spring, not yet. Still, not yet. still, still some fall out there. You so. were in. You were in. The last time we talked on the water, you were in a school of uh, small fish. Right. Uh, Thursday, when you got a hold of, a hold of me for the show, we were in Georgiana and uh, went up to a couple of my spots that, that tend to hold some fish. And uh, nobody home, so I was like, you know, guys, we're just going to drift a little bit here. And uh, ran into a bunch of schoolies. Uh, anywhere from 15 to 17, and it was pretty wide open bite there for a little bit. So uh, a lot of little guys uh, moved over to uh, Frank's track, False River, um, slow incoming tide. So I uh, did find two pods of fish in there that weren't willing to bite only because of the tide. And so, yeah, so, you know, water conditions looking good. That's water frustrating t- when you identify the fish and there's just – Locked yeah, and, it, and, and there's a couple there's a couple spots um, on False River that I that I fish, and it always seems to hold fish. And sh- sure enough, they were there. And I told my I took a couple of my neighbors down at the marina, and uh, I told them, you know, we're only moving zero point eight. These fish are not going to bite, and of course they didn't. But again, good signs. Um, things are coming around. I just sent Kent a text about next week's weather. Eighty degree temperatures in the weather. So uh, hang on. Yeah, so I'm thinking about by the time I get back, um, again, our, our target start date is always March 15th. Um, we're probably going to be a little bit early on that. Uh, but again, you know, once we start getting, um, you know, there was nobody out. I, I did the whole around the world all the way down above three mile, uh, just above the Antioch Bridge. I saw maybe three bass boats out, so not a whole lot of people out there. What were you doing to hook up? Uh, just doing the live bait. We're just, just drifting around some live bait like we always do. Throwing some big bluegills out there? Or uh, no, that's, that's another, that's another thing. Uh, bluegills are not in the marina yet. Um, that's another sign that we look for that, uh, you know, they'll start, when they start moving in, um, that's a sign. We look for our mallards pairing up. Uh, we look for the pears to have blossoms on them. Uh, I did the river road yesterday, went and saw my brother at the, at New Romeo's and I uh, did the river road. What few orchards are left? Very few. <laughs> Uh, have not blossomed yet, so. Well, Michael, I uh, oh, don't go there. I know, go. I know, I know. I'm just trying okay. to figure out the best way to word it. Sure, You're, you were at the meeting. Lasting yesterday. impression. Sure, you were at the meeting yesterday, sitting right behind Mr. Dave Hurley or yep. next to side Dave Hurley side. at yep. the commission meeting when you they bet. talked about all the stripers and everything. You bet. How does it impact your fishing and what you have to do out in the Delta to make? Ah, uh, man, just chills went down my back. Um. Right now, nothing. Uh, it's, it's not really good. It's not going to affect any of us, uh, right now. Uh, probably in my lifetime. Maybe not. Uh, you know, the, the numbers of striped bass are definitely down in the system. And the size I, I, of the striped I, I, bass. And, is and down. the size. I mean, uh, I had some guys with me last fall that said, you know, we remember coming out here and having 300 fish day. And I was like, yep. You know, so, uh, but looking forward to the future again, uh, we have to, we're going to have to be stewards of our own fishery. Uh, Maury Hatch, Bryce Tedderford, they're two fly fishing guides that fish out of my marina that have been preaching, uh, catch and release for a long time with me. And, and, you know, I was always saying, uh, you know, go ahead and kill them. Cause if we don't, the state's going to kill them. But I think we need to change that whole dynamics and, uh, just go to more, more catch and release. I mean, I think that's going to be. We're just going to have to try to. Well, a lot of people uh, like to catch them. Ourselves, a lot you know? of people like to eat them. Right. It's, it's been a sustainable fish forever. And my only concern is the definition of monitor and manage. And that's the exact quote. That's what they want to do. 
They don't want to stabilize and restore the fishery. They want to monitor and manage. What is that going to mean? I just looked them all in the eyes and said, you know, shame on you guys. Shame to everybody sitting up there. Your guys' minds are already made up. I said, look look around. There was about 12 of us there. I said, look what you've come to. After having hundreds of people. Right. I said, you guys already know the outcome. And then they were offended that somebody actually stood up and said they already knew the outcome. We don't know what the outcome is, what they said. And then two minutes later, unanimous decision, yes, to change the policy. Uh, Don't kid yourself. Fishing game commissioners have discussions at motels, behind the scenes, when they eat dinner, when they're walking to meetings. They all knew how they were all going to vote before anybody said anything at that meeting. And, and again, it was just that numeric target number and uh, the the manage. That's the two sticking points that they would not change and – so, yeah, I just wish everybody be honest. I just wish they'd stand up and say water and agriculture is more important than these fisheries in the future. And we've made a determination that we can take care of people this way. Instead, they right. just BS us about all right. this stuff and how it's going to improve right. the fisheries right. and how it's going to do this. Just so tell us the right. truth. And so, again, striped bass, uh, very, uh, you know, they'll, they'll get by if we, if we help them. Well, I think the guides have already had, they've all talked about what they want to do. And I think you'll see the guides and the charter captains and everybody out there trying to help the striper, no matter what some of the members of the Fishing Game Commission, if they do, in fact, start playing games with monitor and manage. That's next. Yeah, it is next. It's next on the agenda, but we'll see how it goes in the meantime. Well, they're going we to start the it 3M as... program, Seth. It's monitor, manage, and um, mortality will be the new program. So it'll be great. You, well, I don't yeah. know what happened to 3R, but it sure took a break. Clutches in on that, apparently. <laughs> Clutches in. No, it fell out. I don't know. I yeah. Don't know. Yeah, we're, yeah. There's, there's a lot that needs to be done, and I can tell you right up front, fishing game. This is the fishing game department. You need to communicate better to the public, period. No press releases going out except at 5 o'clock on a Friday don't mean squat. Tell the people what you're doing. Let them know what's going on. Don't sit there in the quiet going, hey, there's nobody yelling at us. It must be okay. We don't really know. Yeah. Well, we we all know the direction things are headed, and, and we also know that the California Department of Fish and Wildlife are in no position to do any kind of studies, uh, set because, quite frankly, they don't have the budget to do it. So they're not going to be down there doing any studies on the Delta, and we know it. We'll see what happens next, and uh, hopefully our Stafford Lair, the Deputy Director of Fish and Wildlife in charge of fisheries and wildlife, will be talking to us in the next couple of weeks. He'll be live in the studio here talking about their plans and uh, what his feelings are on all of this. They just have to do what the Fish and Game Commission and the governor's office told them to do. They have to make it happen. They don't make the rules and regulations at Fish and Game. So please, don't be PO'd at the Department of Fish and Game over this if you're unhappy with it. This is as a result of politicians and the commission working hand-in-hand towards some goal that hasn't really been clearly defined for all of us. can always start with the director if you want to write a letter. Oh, Oh, yeah, well... That's one way, certainly. Let's take a break so I can write a letter. Well, 
Tidelines Guide Service and Captain James Netzel offers professionally guided trips from Sierra and Foothill Lakes to the Feather and Sacramento Rivers and the productive California Delta. Whether it's trolling a favorite lake for trout kokanee or landlocked salmon or fighting a 50-pound king on the river, James Netzel and Tidelines Guide Service guarantee an enjoyable, comfortable one-on-one experience in one of his two fully rigged boats. A 22-foot Bolton Pro Ski Skiff that seats five for fishing lakes and a 23-foot Rogue Head Chinook that can comfortably seat six. Used for the river and Delta waterways. Fish the peak times with one of the best. Folsom Lake Rainbows in January and February. Delta Stripers and Orville Kings from late February through May. Stampede and Lake Tahoe Kokanee and Mackinac are targeted from April through September. Then, it's back to the Valley Rivers for the annual King Salmon Runs. Check out fishtightlines.com or call toll-free 888-975-0990. Licensed, bonded, insured, and permitted on all waters fished. Avoid the hassles. Go with Tight Lines Guide Service and share an enjoyable day on the water loaded with fun and memories with family or friends. Hi, this is Seth to tell you about my favorite car dealership and the reason why I won't go anyplace else for a new or used vehicle or for service for that matter. It's the people. Well-trained, knowledgeable employees, top-notch service department professionals, and the best pricing on new and used vehicles. Where? Only at Ron Duprat Ford, just off I-80 and next door to our friends at Gone Fish and Marine in Dixon. Don't get hung up in that big city shuffle. Head to Dixon and check out Ron Duprat Ford. You'll love that small town atmosphere with no hassles and no closers. I know I sure do. Family owned and operated since 1956. It's one of the very few dealerships to receive the President's Award for excellence in customer service and sales. When it comes time for you to purchase a new vehicle or to solve a problem with one you've already got, go to the best. Ron Duprat Ford in Dixon, the number one Ford parts and service department in Northern California. California. It's where I go for all my needs, sales or service. Take the short drive from high prices. Check first with Ron Duprat Ford and Dixon. Find out more at rondupratford.com or call toll-free at 877-463-5436. Why would you buy any place else? If you're looking for the latest from Shimano, Fisherman's Warehouse stores are your Shimano headquarters for Northern California. With locations in Sacramento, Manteca, and Fairfield, Fisherman's Warehouse and their knowledgeable employees will help you make the right selections for all your angling needs. Thursday nights are seminar nights at all Fisherman Warehouse locations. Local experts and professional guides give seminars and demonstrations sharing tackle, techniques, locations, and tips to make novice and experienced anglers better prepared to hit the water. If you're looking for the latest from Shimano, you'll see it first at Fisherman's Warehouse. From Shimano's freshwater spinning and casting rods and reels to deep sea saltwater angling, Fisherman's Warehouse and Shimano have it all. Party Lake Recreation, one of the most scenic resorts in the Motherlode, is a world-class fishing destination. And the best part, there's no water or jet skiing allowed. It's a fishing lake loaded with kokanee, rainbow, and brown trout, trophy-sized smallmouth and largemouth bass, plus catfish, crappie, and more. When it comes to hassle-free family fun, Party's got it all. A six-lane launch ramp, marina, tackle shop, boat rentals, fuel, store, cafe, and swimming pool. Party Lake Recreation has RV sites for a few days or a month, plus scenic tent sites, too. For more info and to make reservations, go to RockyMountainRec.com or call 209-772-1472. Now, more California sportsmen with Seth Hendrickson. 
It's GOC time. Governor of California, and Kent's got the lucky winner. Yes, I do. And if you want to know who the pro Second Amendment candidates running for the state Senate and Assembly, all you have to do is go to the Governor's of California website, governorca.com, uh, click on the news tab and select newsletters. Uh, and you can uh, click on the first quarter 2020 newsletter, uh, and the voter's guide is right there. Except, so as we approach uh, Super Tuesday, Gun Owners of California wants to let you know who uh, who the good guys are. So they'll definitely do that. Make sure that you are part of the fight um, by supporting Gun Owners of California with raffle tickets or uh, going to a dinner or one of their functions and uh, making sure you are a member. Winner number eight. 2020 Gun Owners of California, 52 guns, 52 weeks raffle. Ticket number 852, that's Todd Kalsbeek of Arbuckle. Todd, congratulations. You won a Henry Big Boy lever action rifle and 44 Magnum. Uh, the staff at Gun Owners will be giving you a call, sending you down to Sportsman's Warehouse in Rockland Ranch, Cordova, for all the proper paperwork. Support Gun Owners of California in their 45th year of fighting for your gun rights. Thank you, sir. I didn't win. But I got a whole bunch of opportunities no, but to you, do so. No, but you talked in the background and had me all messed up. So. That's what so, I'm here for. Just, I know, absolutely. I know how that works. Just trying to see if we can throw you off the rails. I, oh, so I far, you kept works. that train on the track. Not so bad. Not so bad. There will be a day. Yeah, I know. It works. You know, uh, one of the guys that was at that meeting yesterday, I also contacted him and asked him to do a little hot sheet update for me. But you know I'm going to ask his opinion, too. Let's go now, right now, to the guy that puts together the hot sheet Several times a week, Mr. Dave Hurley joins us right now, outdoor writer for Western Outdoor News. He does about all of it, folks, except get out there and fish every day like he ought to be doing. Good morning, Mr. Hurley. How are you, sir? Good morning, gentlemen. How are you today? We are doing well. Real quick, let me get your play and your opinion on uh, the meeting yesterday about stripers and Delta policy. Well, Seth, I think you hit it right on the head. I'm really excited to hear that you're going to have Stafford come in a couple of weeks because I do think that trust is the most important thing. Um, I do feel that it is clearly um, money won on this particular circumstance. The Department of Fish and Wildlife uh, is just going along for the ride. Uh, the Fish and Game Commission pretty much orchestrated this situation back from it's a bit, when it first came up. It's a very controversial situation. You know, we had the meeting in June. At the time, I, I just said, this is going to bring us all out. You're going to get us all fired up, and then you're going to do nothing. And that's basically what happened in the first three meetings. I started to show up in December because I knew the rubber was going to hit the road. The decision was going to be made, and then it was deferred to February. And like we said, we had 12 people there. I really believe it was done intentionally to do that, to wear people out, have them miss several days of work, and finally be able to make a decision at a time when – People were not able to express their viewpoints. I know when I went yesterday, I knew the decision had been made, and the only thing I could do is express my uh, opinion, which is really what all we can do and uh, write letters and express our opinion. But I am encouraged. I did see some very positive things from the Department of Fish and Wildlife yesterday, and I am really happy that Stafford's coming on board to speak because I do think we have to build up our trust in the department. If we do anything, we have to trust the department to do the right thing as fishermen, and we have to be able to work together with them because there's a lot of decisions that are outside of our control. Um, well, so I that, think, I, Dave, I just want to interrupt you there. I think there's a lot of decisions that are made at levels further above the Department of Fish and Wildlife that Fish and Wildlife is required to do. I, Absolutely. I, I 
I don't believe that any of the decisions that we're hearing right now, I haven't heard from anybody at the department saying, we need to get these stripers out of here. That doesn't happen. That's not what they're saying. They might start saying that in the next couple of weeks to years, but who knows for certain. Well, I do have to give the commission credit, Seth, that they would only talk and and vote on this particular um, amendment at the Sacramento meetings. And I give them credit for that because they haven't in the past done that. Yeah. They've snuck That's it really into Crescent point. City or San Diego or somewhere where who cares? They, Nobody's they knew they had no choice in this, <laughs> right. one, especially with a couple of loudmouth radio shows. Here <laughs> exactly right. But, but I give the commission credit for that when I really do. That's a good point, Ken. Very good point. That was helpful. And I think what became the one thing that I saw is because of the advocacy of the fishermen, they had to make some negotiation changes. And I think that was important. And they also realized because so many people came out and expressed their voices, it's not something you can just roll over, even though we did get rolled over in, in, in the long run. But there were some things, there was a respect that was made. And I think that is really important going forward. You're right. And they did they did do a lot of listening. Mm-hmm. I wish and that, that uh, some of the listening might have caused change of attitude. And maybe it did. Maybe it changed uh, how far they want to go in some cases. But, folks, there's going to be deals like this all along in the next forever. For the rest of your lives, you're going to be running into stuff like this. And if you don't get heard, this is kind of things that can happen. And even when you are heard, these are the things that can happen because politics rules. There's no question about Mm -hmm. that. No question. Well, we got some good fishing things, Seth, if you want to talk about that. Go for it. you got a few minutes left here. Let them know what's happening out there. Hey, you know, Mount Lassen had a really busy week. They put 4,000 pounds of trout into Amador. They put 2,400 pounds into uh, uh, Comanche, and they put another 2,000 pounds into Lake Pardee. And uh, Pardee had a spectacular opener, as you've talked about. Guys were out there catching kokanee, which is pretty exciting. And uh, I think it's going to be a really good year there this year for kokanee. I'm just amazed that these kokanee guys going out in January and catching fish. Of course, this has been an unusual year in terms of weather, but, I mean, we have, I haven't seen this before, you know, where guys are going out and targeting, um, and they're getting these the smaller fish, but hopefully there's going to be enough when they get big later on in the season. But that's really a trend that I see this year. The other thing is crappie are now popping up, and one of the really hidden, really gems is this Salt Springs Reservoir. You can only keep, like, 15 a boat there, but, I know Kyle Wise of Headhunter Guide Services up there, and he's like hooking 75 crappie up there uh, to keep their 15, and he says they're all one-and-a-half, two-pound fish. So it's pretty amazing. I think we're seeing a lot of uptick, and we're going to have a really good crappie year, I think. Well, Dave, uh, I've got a planned trip for Part E on uh, Tuesday and Wednesday with our good friend Richard Burton from formerly with Honda Marine. We're going to go out there and enjoy the foothills and the greenery and Hopefully the turkeys and wildlife wandering around. And I don't think I'm going to be sitting down there with power bait going on, but I might be out there fishing a little bit too. That's great. I think that, and then, you know, the wildlife out there, I've seen this, got this bald eagle going on there, all, all these lakes, uh, uh, just the wildlife pictures, the early spring we have, just a beautiful time to be out on the lake. And right now. that's why we're going to do it. Dave, I want to thank you not only for your opinion, but for showing up at the meetings and expressing your opinions there and for a quick update here on the show. We appreciate you very much, my friend. 
Thanks a lot, you guys. Have a great show. Take care. All right. Take care. We're going to take a quick break right now. When we come back, we'll be hooking up with Randy Pringle, the fishing instructor. He's live at his BBT event up at Lake Berryessa, and he's got our Pure Fish and Pro Staff Tip of the Week right after this. 130 boats at Berryessa with Randy. That's not bad for beginners. That just goes to show that bass fishing and Berryessa go together. When are you going, Kent? Uh, As soon as I get out of here. (laughs) I'm sure. For high thrust power, performance, and portability, pick up the Yamaha T9.9 High Thrust 4-Stroke. Its streamlined design is up to 12% lighter than previous high thrust models. Still, it delivers up to twice the thrust of comparable two-strokes. It's the perfect kicker and a great choice for sailboats, john boats, or deep Vs. Any small craft that begs maximum muscle in an efficient lightweight package needs the Yamaha T9.9 High Thrust 4-Stroke. Pick one up at Bucks Outport, 2750 47th Ave in Sacramento. Family operated for over 50 years, Bucks carries the full line of Yamaha parts and accessories and has service you can count on. Bucks Outboard, the sportsman's choice. 916-428-3917 or BucksOutboard.com. Hi, Lenny LaPinta here for Bucks Outboard. I'm inviting you to come down and check out our full line of Yamaha Outboards. Great deals going on right now. You can catch us on the web at www.bucksoutboard.com or give me a call at 916-428-3917. I'll be waiting for you. Outdoor Adventures, the exclusive guide service for the Calusa Indian Community and Calusa Casino Resort, offers full-service fishing and hunting trips for waterfowl, big game, upland game birds, and exciting sport fishing trips. Managed by Casey and Regina Stafford, Outdoor Adventures offers close-to-home, action-packed, guided trips in the North Valley. At Outdoor Adventures, you're always priority one. Whether you're at the 5,000-acre Premier Duck Club, stalking wild hogs or shooting dove, turkey, or pheasant on private ranches, the professional and experienced team at Outdoor Adventures offers the best of the outdoors. Call now to book your adventure, 530-458-8730. Outdoor Adventures and Calusa Casino Resort where the fun never stops. Providing deluxe accommodations, enjoyable entertainment, exceptional dining choices, and fantastic hunting and fishing opportunities. Check them out on the web at hunt-fish-game.com. That's hunt-fish-game.com. One ticket, two huge shows, the Sacramento Boat Show and Off-Road Exposition, plus the Spring RV Show. Return to Cal Expo March 12th through the 15th. It's the largest event for outdoor fun. The Sacramento Boat Show and Off-Road Exposition returns to Cal Expo with acres of exhibits filled with everything fun for the water, trail, road, and the off-roaders. Don't miss the ATV and off-road UTVs, plus motorcycles, quads, and snowmobiles, too. And boaters, you'll find all the latest models, including tournament ski and wakeboard boats, runabout, cruisers, pontoon boats, personal watercraft, a huge selection of fishing boats, and loads of boating accessories. Hey, if you're looking for that secret fishing hole, you're going to find it during the weekend seminars led by the top pros and guides. But that's only half the story. See hundreds of the latest RVs, diesel pushers, fifth wheels, toy haulers, and more at the Spring RV Show. Four huge days, one location, the Sacramento Boat Show, and off-road exposition, plus the Spring RV Show at Cal Expo. Don't miss Northern California's premier event for fun. It starts March 12th at Cal Expo. For discounts and more information, visit 2UShows.com. It's time for Pure Fishing's Pro Staff Tip of the Week. Brought to you by Berkeley, Penn, Abu Garcia, and Shakespeare. Manufacturers of the finest in fishing tackle and related products. 
turn up the volume and listen close. We're sharing tips, techniques, latest innovations, the newest products, and legendary fish catching tactics from cold water, warm water, and salt water pros. They'll tell you how they did it with a little help from their friends at Berkeley, Penn, Abu Garcia, and Shakespeare. All you have to do is pay attention and then go fishing. And joining us in the Pure Fish and Pro Staff Tape of the Week, the man himself from BBT Best Bass Tournaments, Mr. Randy Pringle, joins us, the fishing instructor. He's Good got morning, them all sir. sent out. Sep, what's Are going they on, out, RP? Randy? What's that? Are they all out? They're all out. They're all out fishing, and uh, we <laughs> we got a lot of flights here. We got eight flights going out there. Nice. 130 boats, as you already announced, and uh, a great opener for the BBT uh, Northern Division, and. Uh, it's a lot of newbies, a lot of new boats, uh, Kent and and Sep, a lot of new boats. Uh, I wonder where the money's coming from. The Everybody's economy and their four one ks. I think they did check the four hundred one k. Well, that's you know what, man. You 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 guys work so hard at giving those guys a great experience and uh, and something to fish for. Obviously, twenty thousand dollars the end of the year for your championship. But you guys work so hard at giving them a great experience. It's great to see it pay off. You know, uh, and I appreciate that. One of the things that we do, we, you know, we partner up with you guys. We partner up with, you know, Fisherman's Warehouse and, and several tackle stores. And we're always trying to do a better job for everybody. And at the end of the day, what's, what's really cool about what's going on is that there is a lot of newbies in this business. And they're, they're coming out. They're fishing. Uh, they're having a good time. I saw a lot of young people kids uh with their parents and um elderly with their you know their their grandkid and that's a justin lucas story i mean it's really cool to see it and berkeley hooked us up we're doing a promotion whereas uh one of the pure fishing tip of the week is gonna be perfect because every boat got a bag of max scent and when you're fishing a lake that is starting to get good, and it's tough because the water's clear. You got to accent, and with max scent, you're going to be able to get more smell in the water throwing that bait out. And what they're going to do, they're going to text me a picture with that bait, and then we're going to draw for a big prize from Berkeley Pure Fishing um, on Monday of all the photos. We'll, we'll do a hey, here's all the people, here's all the guys, throw them all in the envelope, and boom, pick one out, and that person's going to win. But uh, so. It has been really cool to watch all these newbies come out and want to learn how to bass fish. We have small little boats to aluminum boats to, you know, 18-footers, 17-footers in the 21s. The funny part, set by giving the Max sent out, is he made the he made the few guys mad that had already discovered Max sent, <laughs> thought they had a little bit of an advantage over the other 130 boats there, and now he just gave it to everybody. Oh, that's good. Then everybody's going to get catching fish out there. <laughs> and they'll blame it's Randy for that. You say that, Kent. That's exactly what one guy came by and goes, dude, dude, what are you doing? <laughs> really? You just gave every boat in the field the bait I'm catching them on. Thanks, Jack Wagon. And, you know, as a tournament owner, he probably wants to have a whole bunch of people happy at the end of the yes, day. Yes, and, and, the, and they do for sure. And that's a, that's you know, a cool part. I learned something a long time ago. And, and Kent, I don't know if you learned this, but I learned it the hard way. Chuck Baldwig took me aside 100 <laughs> years ago with Kurt Dills and Associate when I was walking the rep. fish with baits. And they said to me, Hey Randy, what do you what do you you know what are you catching all these fish and how do you win these tournaments? Well, I'm using this one, but I don't want to tell anybody what I'm fishing with. And his answer was to me, "What good are you as a sponsored angler?" <laughs> yeah, yeah. Tell everybody. 
Yeah, Tell I was everybody. 19 years old. I learned that lesson at 19, and I've, I've always told people what I'm fishing. And well, you've been casting at red Dixie cups ever since. It's so cool, Randy, because, you know, you're over there with 130 boats. The the Yakabas guys are on Folsom with 130 kayaks uh, getting ready to kick off this morning. It is alive and well for sure. Yeah, that is awesome. That yeah. is really cool. Um, I mean, there there is financially money being spent on fishing right now, and I'm just hoping that we can continue uh, this uh, enjoyment of the sport and uh, having the people going out and spending more money. Gas prices are good. Guys' 401ks are good. Uh, business is flourishing for everybody, and I hope our economy continues to go straight. Yep. I'm certain it will. No question about that. Ooh, poor little squirrel's going to get shot on TV right now. Damn shame. I'm leaving. I'm out of here. Can't handle the show. God. Randy, thank you so much for joining us today, and I know you're off to another great BBT season. Have a good one, and thanks for sharing the Pure Fishing Tip of the Week, my friend. You got it. Bring scent out. You'll do a lot better. Accenting the in, in the importance of accenting something that's going to put you at a better level than everybody else. You guys have a great day. This is Randy Pringle, the fishing instructor, and let's get on those fish. Give them the phone number and the website real quick so they can find out more. 209-543-6260 or go to bestbasstournaments.com. All right. Go back to the truck. Have a nice nap. (laughs) It's breakfast time. (laughs) There ain't no nap time. It's time to do payout. (laughs) All right, my friend. Have a good one. Thanks for hooking up with us. Bye-bye. He's a tournament director. They take naps after they blast everybody off and eat breakfast. So. You know, just a couple of weeks ago, you talked to the, I can't remember his name, the gentleman that runs the crappie derbies out at uh, Clear Lake. Yeah, we did. And, and, and I'm sure Jim Seychow will know his name when we well, go. The, yeah, no, and they're getting ready to, uh, to. Uh, I, they're probably on the water fishing by now up there. It's an 8 o'clock start today. Oh, it's so like that's you why designed that tournament. We uh, Exactly. It's my kind of event, especially you can pick me up at the hotel at 5 minutes before eight would be perfect. <laughs> perfect perfect well let's go live up to clear lake right now and uh hook up with some guys that i consider to be two of the best crappie fishermen in northern california and well, maybe in, in the west yeah ed legan's running that tournament up there sep and i think they're going out of the north end up in the lakeport so well i'll tell you what we're gonna go live on the water right now they're waiting for the blast off right now let's hook up with jim and mon Seychelles from fishing addict on youtube you guys have probably heard him here on the show before Jim, I understand that last weekend you finally found the crappie and where they were hiding out there. Yes, we kind of did. Um, so, good morning, Seth. Good morning, Ken. How are you guys today? We are doing well. Is it nice and brisk out there this morning? Oh, yeah. It's a little chilly right now and beautiful out here. Well, I saw Mon all dressed up in uh, every layer of clothing she had, including that huge down jacket that went all the way to her ankles. So, I knew it was cold last week. Yeah, it's pretty chilly uh, today, but it's, it's not as cold as last week. Well, you got into them last week. Tell our listeners uh, where you found the little devils finally. Um, last week it was in really deep waters, like 50 feet deep, um, down over at um, oh God, what Red Bud. Uh, um, just north of Redbud. So they, they were out in the open, so which is kind of hard to track down. But today we're going to do some diving around. Uh, we launched out of Clear Lake Oaks. Um, we have not uh, gotten a shootout yet, so probably another 10 minutes or so. Then um, we'll have the shootout, then we're going to run around and try to find them again. 
Well, Jim, finding them is the secret to everything. And once you find them, they're pretty easy to get onto the hook if you got the right stuff with you. What are you using to drop in their face today? Nobody else will be listening on the lake, so they won't be copying what we're talking about. But what's your best offering? Um, lately, I've been using the uh, the crappy jigs that are uh, from one of my sponsors from uh, Notorious Custom Jigs. So mostly it's um, chartreuse. Um, white or pearl and uh, some blues so those seem to be the best colors are you putting any scent on them jim or are you just running them bare no just running them bare but i mean the scent doesn't sound too bad though you know especially on a tournament like today well let's talk let's talk about the size of fish because we're not talking pan size or hand size crappie we're talking i think your first one last weekend wasn't it 15 and a half inches long yeah um the majority is 14, 15 inches. Uh, you know, you get some to the 13, but you don't get any that's 12. Um, so they just go up from there. But as far as today goes, I'm pretty sure it's going to be at least 20, 20 21 pounds to, uh, uh, in, to, um, win. Oh, no, oh, pounds to win. Oh, to, to win today. Are they they're weighing in a total of 10? Yes, yes. Well, that, that's a two-pound average of fish, and I know you carry your scale. I know you got the measuring tape, and I know you got Mon harping at you all the time, saying, "Measure it, weigh it, weigh it. Let's see what it is." <laughs> so I know you're going to be looking at this mathematically. Are you using a computer to help you determine which fish are you tossing back and which are you keeping? No, I have um, one of those Arden. Uh, I don't know what do you call them things. Um... <laughs> you got a built-in scales. What you got? Yeah, it's Bogo, uh, Bogo, or Bongo, or something like that. Yeah, it's supposed to keep track of the individual fish, you know, with the weights and whatnot. So we'll we'll keep track of it. So you know, everything's got to be two pounds or better. You might as well just drop it back in the water if it's not two pounds. How many fish did you catch total right. last weekend? Um, I think just a little over a dozen, like fourteen or fifteen. And what are you expecting to get into today? You have no idea, do you? Today, I expect to catch a lot. No, <laughs> you just you just know where you're looking for them today. Are you gonna, are you shooting any video out there that you're going to put up on uh, Fishing Addict? Yes, yes, I will be doing that today also. Well, folks, you're not out there today fishing it, but if you want to see how much fun a crappie event can be, take a look at his video that he'll be posting on Fishing Addict later on today on YouTube or tomorrow. I'm sure it'll be up then. Jim, I know you and Ma need to be paying attention to what's going on. Blast off is just a few minutes away. So I want to thank you for hooking up with us. Put all the skills and knowledge that I've seen you use at the events and win this darn event, okay? We'll definitely try. All right. Thank you very much, Seth. You guys, thank you for joining us. And, folks, get out there and check out Fishing Addict on YouTube. Jim and Mon Seichow, a couple of the best crappie fishermen that I know. Thanks for hooking up with us, and good luck at the event today. All right. Thanks, guys. Thank you very much. Thank you. And you can tell Mon that I enjoy her egg rolls a great deal because we're out of them, by the way. I'm glad I hung up, but I'm sure somebody will let them know I said that. Hey, it's time for Get a Clue in Maryland, isn't it? Get a Clue. 
Get a Clue is brought to you by Guns, Fishing, and Other Stuff in Vacaville, your one-stop destination for everything for the great outdoors. The next time you're heading along the Highway 80 corridor, either west to the bay for stripers, sturgeon, or halibut, or east to your favorite lake or place to hunt, stop by the number one fishing and hunting destination just off the freeway, Guns, Fishing, and Other Stuff in Vacaville. Whether you're looking for firearms, ammunition, scopes, binoculars, or the latest rods and reels from the top manufacturers, tackle, fishing gear, or bait, you can be sure that guns, fishing, and other stuff will have it in stock. And now, here's today's Get a Clue. Hi, this is Marilyn. Hey, if you're a dog owner, here's some advice. The CDFW is reporting an unusually high number of canine distemper virus cases in wildlife populations. Carriers most commonly affected are foxes, raccoons, and skunks. Large outbreaks of this common disease reduce wildlife populations, so reports are monitored to track potential impact. The best advice, get your pet vaccinated. Domestic dogs can contact the disease through contact with food or water bowls, so keep pets from coming into contact with wildlife. Humans don't get it, but if you get bitten or scratched by a wild animal, wash the wound with soap and consult a doctor. Keeping dogs up to date on vaccinations not only protects pets, it protects wildlife who spread diseases to domestic dogs. But unvaccinated domestic dogs can also spread disease to wild animals. And there's no treatment for sick animals except care and infected animals may or may not survive. Keep in mind, animals with December virus may not show signs but can spread the virus for up to 90 days. The best advice? Get a clue. Make sure your pets are vaccinated and get all their shots. You've driven past it for the last time. Now discover California's sportsman store that has it all at the right price. Guns, fishing, and other stuff in Vacaville. The first floor is dedicated to fishing and hunting gear, attire, and ammunition. But upstairs, it's a shooter's dream come true. With all the top shotguns, rifles, pistols, gear, and accessories you'll ever need, including an indoor shooting range to hone your skills. Make guns, fishing, and other stuff your outdoors destination of choice. Just off Highway 80 at the Alamo exit in Vacaville. Stop by soon or check them out on the web at gunsfishing.com. Get a clue. Founded in 1958, Daiwa is considered to be one of the best rod and reel manufacturers in the world. And Fisherman's Warehouse Mega Stores stock the entire line of Daiwa products. That's why seasoned anglers select Daiwa's popular precision casting reels with and without built-in line counters. The Lexa 100 is perfect for trout and salmon trollers. And the Lexa 300 is top choice when trolling stripers and other large game fish. Whether trolling for your favorite game fish or searching the depths for your next trophy catch, Daiwa has the perfect reel. See the entire lineup from Daiwa at all Fisherman's Warehouse mega stores in Sacramento, Manteca, and Fairfield. Since 1970, Manteca Trailer and Motor Home has specialized in great pricing and value with personal attention and service excellence. You'll be amazed by the huge selection of new and used RVs from campers, trailers, luxury coaches, and motorhomes from multiple manufacturers. With over $18 million in inventory and over 500 RVs on sale, there's a lot to choose from. Manteca Trailer and Motorhome, located across the street from Fisherman's Warehouse on Highway 120. Manteca Trailer, home 
annually to the huge Costa's Wild Game Feed, where sportsmen from all over the West come together at the biggest wild game feed around. Check us out on the internet at MantecaTrailer.com, or better yet, stop by and take a look. And with lowest price guaranteed on new units, there's no need to look any further. And we're not the biggest, we're the nicest. The Bob Davis people at Manteca Trailer and Motorhome. Manteca! Don't miss a single show. California Sportsman with Seth Hendrickson is now broadcasting live streaming audio at seps.com and ultimatebassradio.com. And all shows are archived there, too. So now you can listen to live or archived shows on the Internet or download them to your iPod or MP3 player for listening whenever and wherever you want. Listen to us live on the Internet anywhere in the world with our new high-definition digital sound. California Sportsman, Saturday mornings from 6 to 8. Now there's no reason to miss a single show. Guiding full-time since 1998, J.D. Ritchie Sport Fishing shares knowledge, experience, and professionalism on Northern California's exciting King Salmon and Steelhead Waters. This year's King Salmon return is forecast to be excellent. Get in on the action. Go with the best. J.D. Ritchie. A light tackle specialist, J.D. furnishes the finest in tackle, and his Pavati jet sled is ready to get you into fish. Your catch will be cleaned and filleted with care. All you have to do is put them on the grill. Book your dates and don't miss out. Call J.D. Ritchie sport fishing at 916-952-1554 for more info and up-to-date fishing reports check out the sportfisher.com and now more california sportsmen with Seth Henderson. well joining us live in the studio this morning is a good friend of the california sports radio show mr gary Irk, the president of the california inland fisheries foundation good morning gary morning Seth. Well, you guys got another derby plan out there at Collins Lake. It's coming out with all the information. They just put out a constant contact on it. Tell them about the event. Well, it's our kickoff derby of 2020, Sep. It does a great job of supporting that incredible pen program that we uh, built out there with uh, Lincoln Young and his uh, uh, Collins Lake crew. they, they're, they're dropping in fish right now between 7 and 10 pounds. You just go for the ice cream. Who are you kidding? Well, Man, 7 to 10 yeah. pound trout will get your attention, though. <laughs> I'll but tell you. It does especially get when attention. a kid about 10 years old has got one on the side, on the shoreline, yeah, running backwards. With his Snoopy pole, right? I exactly. Mean, it's, it's, that's what's special about this particular derby step is shore anglers are just as likely to win this event for big fish My as My guess trollers. is they're more likely to they win. Because their fish are going to be hanging in the same depth of water that they hung out at the hatchery. Absolutely. Those Stay, slingers, fish to shallows. Do, those slingers are going to not have a disadvantage at this at all. And Don't it, cast too it, far. It, it is a family-oriented derby. It is a truly supportive community that loves Collins Lake, realizes the value, and this money goes right back into supporting them with uh, food for the fish pens. Yeah, and it works out well. In conjunction with Kokanee Power and Project Kokanee, the pens up there are producing a lot of fish for that lake. A- absolutely. In fact, we just turned over uh, – Probably 1,600 pounds of fish to Collins Lake that was left over from our Berryessa pens. They'll be picking that up to fatten those fish up for our May 1st, or excuse me, our May 9th derby. That's right. Berryessa pens had a little uh, issue with uh, some, I'm not sure what it was, but it was a disease caused by over-aggressive fish nipping at over-aggressive fish. It, it was, yeah, they were just poking at each other, and it's just getting an infection, and it was just moving through that particular thing. And the water temperature isn't particularly cold this year, and... Uh, um, it's just something that we have to have to work around, maybe plant a little earlier at Berryessa. But our focus is Collins Lake. It's May 9th. Uh, the tickets are $45 for members, Siffy and Kokanee Power, and $50 for non-members. Kids fish, fish free with paid adult. This includes a lunch, 
It's a great fun day, May 9th. It's going to be beautiful weather, Seth. We already have beautiful weather now. Imagine what May 9th is going to be. It's going to be 100 degrees. <laughs> Let's hope not. <laughs> but it's, it, it's a, a fun family event. It's, it's cheap to get in. It's a great lunch. Come out. We'll have raffles. It's a lot of fun. It's an opportunity to take the whole family and go out and have a blast, not to mention some ice cream. Absolutely. And some great fish. Yeah, yeah and it's not time. just ice cream. It's, it's ice cream. These are scoops that are like half a pint, it seems like. They're monsters. It's incredible. Yeah, that's why I get a double. Yep. Who wouldn't try? <laughs> Got to have a quart on there. It's just not worth licking. <laughs> exactly. Absolutely. But the easiest way to get uh, get signed up is just head over to CIFFI.org. You can click on the link for uh, for the uh, Collins Lake Derby, and you can pay online. It's easy. If you prefer, you can also call 209-810-9603, and we can take care of it man- through the manual method. Well, you also want to kind of give somebody a little teaser out there, some folks a little teaser about something that might be coming up here later in the year. Yeah, absolutely. Folks are going to want to keep August 1st on their calendar. Um we're going to get out there and hit bury us and, and catch some donkeys. If if last year was an indicator, this year should be a monster year at Lake Berryessa. Look for a little derby from the California yeah. Inland Fisheries This Foundation. is not a cheap derby. This is going to be a $150 entry fee. It's going to be a team event. More details to follow, but we're paying deep. We're paying high, and we're paying deep. 15, 15 people at least uh, to pay out. So uh, it'll be a lot of fun. It will be the weigh-ins and whatnot will actually take place in winter's. Details are still being dialed in, but if if you think you're a pretty good kokanee angler and you know how to catch trophy kokanee, you're going to want to be there. This is a big payout event. All that information will be announced over the next few weeks or month. And uh, if you think you're a kokanee angler, if you think you're a big-time kokanee angler, you're invited. That's the way it works. Absolutely. So, And it's, this is prime season. This is when they are peaking for their size. Well, it's exactly what we need, some big fish out there. Gary, where the heck are you going fishing? I understand you're going to party on Tuesday. <laughs> I, I would I've absolutely been trying to love convince to. him to get sick and yeah, show up you know, and party. I'm, I'm feeling something. I think I'm having a vision problem. I can't see myself going into work. Anymore. I think you should probably go to work. I think it might be the better <laughs> so, of all the evils out there. I'm hoping, you know, in the next few weeks I'll be able to get out there. But I know my boat is going to Gone Fishing Marine next Saturday to get uh, – serviced for the season. So. Excellent. Well, we'll probably have Mark Blanton on from Gone Fish Marine talking all about the Sacramento Boat Show coming up next week on the show, too. Well, Gary, thank you so much. Let's redirect him real quick to that website again and the phone number for more information. CIFFI.org or 209-810-9603. All right. Thank you. Gary Irk, the president of the California Inland Fisheries Foundation. You know, I told you I was going to be heading up to Lake Pardee pretty soon. Well, I'm heading over there on Monday. And who better to tell us what's going on with the bite and all the action? You're taking the corporate motorhome, aren't you? Yes, I am. It won't be on the driveway for Kent to steal. (laughs) And we're heading out there. Mark Woodard is our PR guy. When it comes to Lake Pardee, he's going to tell me where to fish, how to fish, and what's going on out there. Mark, when we talked last week, you same guys had 10 fish on at a time. You were watching them fish in the cove. I bet they're hooking more than that today. You bet, Seth. No, we're definitely still seeing lots of action for the shore angler guys. Uh, man, it was fantastic for us to get another 2,000 pounds from Mount Lassen yesterday, and that's that's definitely been keeping the action hot here in the shore area. For and those are pigs. They're pigs. They are not little fish. They're nice, man. Really solid, like two to three and a half pound average. And man, those Lassen fish have beautiful fillets, bright orange meat. Uh, we we just love eating those things, man. Well, it's a great opportunity to get out there. I understand fishing game has done a lot of plants too. Where are they hitting? What seems to be working best? Are you seeing any kokanee? Give me the whole rundown. Absolutely. You know, guys off the shore have been doing really well at Porcupine Point, which is on the way out when you get to our spillway. Lots of guys also love, uh, you know, our local spot called the Mud Hole, which is right next to the ramp when fish get planted. 
And we have seen kokanee show up in the lake. Um, I've seen a lot of guys come in, honestly, actually with their limits up. Um, fish have been staging in the river arm. Looks like they're starting to make their way down out into the main lake. Uh, they've been between 40 feet and maybe even 15 feet. So they're not too deep yet. And we have had some fish come in about 13, 14 inches. So for the early season, it's not too bad a size of fish right now. Hopefully we'll see them get a little bigger here soon. Are all the planters still hanging out in the uh, marina area? Or are they starting to move out into the lake so that trollers and others can start intercepting them too? You know, most guys have just been getting fish like the planters close to shore in our wreck area. I haven't seen too many guys trolling do well with a trout yet, just the kokanee. But we do have a couple guys that just go to the back of our river arm and catch their limits of trout soaking power bait. So I have a slight suspicion that most of these trout are right up against the bank and the trollers just aren't hitting them yet. Yeah, don't cast too far is my best suggestion to people this time of year. That water's cool enough. Just uh, they're in there close looking for stuff, and they're rummaging around looking for anything they can eat, believe me. They're close to the bank in less than 10 feet of water, and I know a lot of boaters are a little afraid to get that close to the bank. Um, that's why a lot of times this time of year I see the kayakers that troll honestly do much better than the boaters out there just because they're, they're not afraid to get right up against that shoreline. And I think that has a lot to do with it right now. Well, you've got the, all the best of all the worlds out there. It's uh, not a water ski lake. It's a controlled lake where nobody touches the water. It's a fishing lake, and that's what's the best thing about it. You can kick back and enjoy a great day of fishing, not having guys racing around, bringing water skiers by you to show off. Well, Mark, you've got every. Guaranteed to have a peaceful time out there, man. That's for sure. That's a fact, and you've got everything: boat rentals, RV spots, full hookups, and a store, and everything right there for all the needs that anybody has. And I imagine they can stop by the tackle shop down there, right on the water at the marina, and get all the information they need to get hooked up. We've always got the most recent fishing report at the shop, and if you need any couple quick things before you head out, we've got it there for you, Seth. Well, we look forward to the opportunity. I'll see you out there, hopefully. If not, I'll give you a report next week. Sounds good. I'm looking forward to hearing it. We can't wait to see you out there, Seth. Mark Woodard with Lake Pardee Recreation Area. Thanks for hooking up with this guy. We'll talk to you again real soon. Sounds good. I'll talk to you guys later. Take All care. All right. Thank you much. You know, all this Sunshine and Fisher reports, there's probably a few listeners out there thinking they need a boat, Seth. Well, there's a great place to go. Yes, there is. It was a great lead-in, wasn't it? Yes, it is. You can uh, just knock it through the hoop. The dates, save these dates, March 12th through 15th, the Sacramento Boat Show and Off-Road Exposition. And we've got tickets to give away right now. Maryland's saying no right now. Really? Four tickets going to the caller that calls in right now, 339-1140 or 1-800-920-1140. You're going to get four tickets to the great Sacramento Boat Show. Lots going on. Ken, who do we got coming up in seminars while I cough? We've got, uh, well, you know what? I've, I've got you, uh, I, you wrote the seminar schedule, but I've got you Damon Witt. I know talking, uh, bass fishing stuff with you. For what a great professional. Have yeah. a couple nice chats oh, with him. Yeah, He's yeah the, he does a great job. One of the regular guys that does seminars at Bass Pro Shops. He's coming down to share with you guys yep. at the SAC Boat Show. Steve Mitchell's coming. He'll be one of the seminar Captain speakers Steve. on sturgeon fishing. Does a great job and a huge crowd shows up mm-hmm. for him. James Netzel with Tight Lines Guide Service will be there one day. Sean Reinsberger will be there on another day. On Sunday, I believe. They're, right. they're sharing a week. Kind of talking spot. Donner and Stampede and It'll be all that cold, stuff. cold water fisheries. You yeah. can bet on that for sure. It looks like a few people are calling in talking to Maryland right now. Well, more importantly, Sep, is, uh, this is, this is the biggest boat show, uh, in Sacramento and, uh, you can get down there. A lot of, uh, accessories and, and things located around the show, but uh, really the focus is is boats and RVs. But Our the, big focus is gone fishing. Well, I, there, I, huge think, display. I think they said they're taking 30 
to 35 boats in. Yeah, he's loading it up. Yeah. He's close to where he was before, and it's going to be a huge yep. display as usual. You know, as you go by the shop, the place is loaded with boats. Yeah. And I understand they've got boats at their other warehouse, and yeah. they they are expecting And all the brands, year. all the brands that they carry. I mean, you know, from Ranger and Tracker and Nitro and, uh, you know, all the the big Duckworths will be there oh, again, yeah. you know. And Kingfisher, King Fisher, all of that. Yeah, so. they're, the, they're the heavy-gauge aluminum headquarters in Northern California, so stop by if you're looking for a big, strong There's boat. a lot of great new technology from outboards to electronics and, you know, four-stroke motors and everything else out there. So uh, this, you know, if you're in the, in the market for a boat, this is a great opportunity to get there. That's a fact. You know, Chris is going to hit that button here any second. Things are going to start. You can't run this one over, can you? Yeah, we saved enough time. I don't know how we rescued that, but we pulled it (laughs) off. Now he's going to tell me we got 10 or 15 seconds. So I'd like to thank everybody for listening, all the guests that came down to the studio today. Thank you so much. More importantly, I'd like to thank every one of you listeners for being there for us. We'll talk to you again next week. Till then, this is Seth. Tidelines, everybody. We'd like to know what you'd like to hear on California Sportsman. Give us a call at 707-452-8595 or email us at sep at seps.com. And for information on fishing and hunting, guided trips, and more, visit us on the Internet at seps.com. And be sure to like us on Facebook and sign up for our weekly outdoor connection. California Sportsman is a production of Seps Outdoors Incorporated, leading the way in outdoor entertainment.